What if I told you it's actually tea time? Tea time. Tea time. It's tea time, baby. Tea time, baby. Tea time, yeah. It's actually the time for tea. Tea time? Well, beloved. Tea time. Right, right, right. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to comment on NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back. Today I have with me Ryan. Uh, what day is it? Is fucking the 30th. Yes, it is. Uh, April 30th, Sunday. It's 1.56 in the p.m. Yep. Live on ESPN Network. Live on ESPN. Uh, so, okay. So starting out, Ryan, my, the question that's been in my mind for you is like, like, the American car feud, like Ford versus Chevy versus Dodge. The big three, huh? The big three. Obviously, like, I know where your loyalty lies. You are a Dodge man, big Fiat Chrysler man for the. Yep. Mopar, no car, until I die. Yep. I mean, written on my headstone. <laughs> why, though? Why? Like, why not Ferg? You know, Blue Oval, baby. I don't know. Maybe it's just something that was ingrained in me for a long time. I don't know. You think it's like a. Like Grew a, up in a, in a Dodge household, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> So it'd be like it'd be like converting religions. Like you yeah, drive it would up, be. you it pull, would be. it'd be like a Ford. What the fuck's wrong with you? A Chevy? <laughs> Bullshit. Found on road dead. <laughs> Are you like? Is there any like validity to one being a better brand versus the other? Like quality wise? Because my mom hates Dodge. She's like Dodges are a piece of shit. Yeah, I, I wouldn't actually say that necessarily. The other three are terrible. I'd say each brand has their own. You know, models that make great, you know... Well, I come from more of an enthusiast perspective. So if it's, if it's not fast, it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, I, not necessarily that it's not fast, but I would, I'd say I just come from the enthusiast perspective. Like, mm. I don't really give a shit about the Volt or the Equinox, you know? Yeah, Or yeah. Uh, Festiva <laughs> or uh, a Ford EcoSport. Yeah, I know, Or that. even, hell, even the, uh, a Dodge, you know, Caravan or, you know... Or a Dodge Dart. Like, I really don't give a shit. Like, the newer ones, at least. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I definitely get that. Like, thinking about the enthusiast cars, like, Ford has... Besides... I, okay, the Mustang is kind of, like, the enthusiast car. If I had to pick out of the three, like, Camaro, Mustang, or Challenger, I'm a Mustang man. Mustang man all day, huh? I mean, okay, fine. You know, you have the Demon, and, like, fair enough. But, like, mm -hmm. by and large... Besides a demon being put up against any Mustang, I would pick a Mustang. And that's almost 100% just for aesthetic reasons. <laughs> like, Ford is just, or what is it? The, the Camaro is just a copycat of the Mustang. So for me, it's like, okay, I don't like Pepsi, bro. Like, give me real Coca Cola. Give me real Coca Cola. And then, original. like, the Challenger's over there, like, doing its own thing, kind of, like, you know, every once in a while, it's just like, yeah, we're going to put, like, 5,000 horsepower in the bitch and just yeah. see, see if it works. Yeah, that, that's pretty much Dodge's is solution for everything. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. add more power, you know, don't improve anything, don't improve any kind of electronics or anything like that. I mean, they've made small improvements. They, they've, uh, you know, come up with the times for, you know, active suspension or, you know, active exhaust, you know, line lock, what have you, all the cool little doodads for, mm -hmm. you know, 2023 type stuff, bringing it into the modern age. But it's not like, like I heard the chassis for, I don't know if it's the Challenger or the Charger, but it's like from the 80s. It's like an old Mercedes-like platform. Yeah, it's, it's based on the, the LX platform, is what they call it. So it's like... Yes, the, the Chargers, Challengers, and 300s are based on the LX. Well, because Daimler, Chrysler, you know, Mercedes-Benz, they were all in bed together for a long time. Mm-hmm. 
they were owned by that was that was what they were called at the top at the corporate level mm-hmm. Daimler Chrysler. So Daimler Benz and Daimler Chrysler were all together. Why did they like? That seems like a dumbass move to separate off Mercedes Benz. Like, especially the money maker they are. Like, why would Chrysler do something so? Yeah, I don't know. They they just decided to move forward with another company, I guess, because now they're or before. I think was about two years ago. They were FCA Fiat Chrysler, mm-hmm. and then now they're called Stellantis. Oh, they're not Fiat Chrysler. They're anymore. not Fiat Chrysler anymore. Well, cause like I remember, I was applying for jobs there, and it was still like it was still the FCA website, and their website is like dog shit. Like it is like early two thousands. Like somebody went on kid pics and like made this bullshit. Like it is such a, and you know I'm like okay, this kind of said something about the company. Like they don't really give a fuck about updating anything. Like, you go to Ford, and it's like a brand new like sleek website. Like everything's square and pretty. Yeah, definitely Dodge's as budget has definitely gone, or even just FCA in general, like you said. Uh, their budget has just gone to just pure advertising, you know, not not even their website, well, like, but just they're just TV ads. Like they go on Chrysler's, they kind of sell themselves. People want to Dodge just because it's you know, it's cool, it's fast, it does burnouts. You know, they see them in Fast and the Furious, they yeah. see them all these cool movies. You know, John Wick, all these cool action hero movies. You know, where they're blowing the doors off the bad guys, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean that is like because when I think about companies like car companies. Dodge is the most like childish in like like in a fun way, but it's like yes, yes. we're just gonna throw the fucking demon V eight into a van. <clears throat> Fuck yep. it, like why not? Like you know you know like Chevy. What do they do that's cool? Like even their what they have like the Reaper kind of uh like their truck their raptor yeah, like competitor just now they're it's like they kind of wait for the other two to make the move before they do something, mm. and it's only just to say they have something to compete with it. They're not actually trying to take away from the competitor. Yeah. I like the Ram and the, like, for example, like the Ram TRX and the Ford Raptor R. Mm-hmm. Like Ford brought back the Raptor with a V8 finally. And they put the same motor that's in the GT500, the 5.2 liter supercharged in the Raptor to directly oh. compete with the Ram. And it's almost faster. It is faster. So is that like... Because I remember it, like they switched to the V6 twin turbo, and everybody yep. was like, oh, man, like you can't get a V8. Like, what yep. is this? And they had a bunch of backlash. People were like, bring back the bring back the V8, you know? But people still bought them. I still see lots of you know newer Raptors to this day. Oh, yeah. I see them everywhere now. Like, And for such an expensive truck. They're very expensive. I think they're well over, you know, 70000 80000 at least, MSRP, base model. That, see, to me, that's insane. Like, the amount of trucks I see that are not... Like, you know, you think truck, you think, like, a work vehicle. Or at least I do. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, like an old beater-ass, like, cheap, just, it's a hunk of metal, you throw a bunch of shit in the back back kind of thing. Whereas now you have these, like, $100,000, like, luxury trucks of, like... They are, uh, they are cowboy Cadillacs, is yeah, what I've heard them called. Yeah, exactly. That's, cowboy that's Cadillacs. on the nose. Like, like, there's no... Nobody's working with those. Like, nope. you go to a Walmart parking lot, and you're going to see, like... I'd say 40% trucks, something like that, depending on the state. And, like, how many of those people you think, like, use them as trucks? Maybe 10%. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because most of them, they're so large, you can use them like a minivan. You can fit six six people, if not more. So, probably seven. If you have, like, a bunch of kids in the back seat, you know, two people in the front. Yeah. You can use them for whatever you want. You know, they're comfortable. They, they ride nice. They're fast. You can put shit in the back. You know, I mean, and they're generally pretty durable. Yeah, they are. Like, I mean, it is, it is usable. 
Mm-hmm. It, it really is. They're designed to be utilitarian. I think that's why people, a lot of people have them. But to me, it's like, like, like if I'm going to buy a $100,000 car, I'm not going to think like, oh, I want to, you know, a $100,000. You don't want a supercharged F-150. It's like you could have a Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Like, that's like a luxury vehicle. There, there's a long list of cars you could buy for a hundred yeah, grand. Yeah. I mean, you could buy a Viper, which, okay, fine. You don't want a daily Viper. Understandable. Yeah. But, like, you could get some serious shit and people are picking trucks and it's like, huh. Like, well, I, I don't understand Most of the that. people that, that buy those Raptor R's and TRX's and stuff like that, they already have um, large collections of exotic cars. And this is mm-hmm. just to top it off. Like, all these, these real high-end trucks that are over the top, you know, make a, a lot of horsepower, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything from the Lightning to the old Harley-Davidson trucks, you know, the SS Silverados... Um, what else? I mean, the Ram SRT10, mm-hmm. all these trucks that are just big, over the top, you know, even from the early 2000s to the now. All those trucks were very exotic, you know, not really made for the practical man. Yeah. They're made just to be, you know, almost a conversational piece, you know, or something to, you know, incite conversation at the gas station. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the same thing of, like, the van. I don't know. Do you know what the Dodge van is called where they put the Demon engine in it? Like the, I know that was like a prototype kind of Photoshop kind oh, of teaser image. Oh, that wasn't. That's not I a don't real think that's production. Actually something they were gonna do, but it, but it goes to show you people. It gets people talking. Yeah, it goes gets people talking and tells people and gets people to, you know, think about the brand or you know see how wild what everything Dodge is doing, seeing how wild they're do, what they're doing everything. But to me, that's like that. That seems like a dumb business. Like as a you know JDM for lifer kind of guy. Which not necessarily true, but you know, you're like my dad's civics, civics or get the fuck yeah. out kind of guy, and mm-hmm. like this Toyota Corolla and the Honda Civic to me seem to be like the like kind of perfect car, like and they're 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 cheap, they're cheap to run, they're reliable. It's you know four wheels, four doors, four cylinders, you know done easy Good peasy. But like now, like I don't think there's an American brand that really even has a cheap four-door anymore they really don't and that's i think they've kind of almost stopped trying to compete with you know honda and toyota you know if you take a honda civic and a toyota corolla they're known to be some of the most like long-lasting vehicles on the road yeah i I mean even i like i'm partial to american cars but i'll admit you know those japanese people know how to build a fucking you know a comedy car (laughs) they yeah they know what they're fucking doing if i was you know needed a a basic you know four-door basic little compact car just to run around you know i'd get a civic i'd get a corolla all day long but like why you know like so i would say okay fine maybe our engineering isn't like i don't don't know the real real reliability difference nowadays like i think in the you know maybe early 2000s 90s stuff like that like i think the american brands were definitely lacking in quality they were you know in modern times it seems like in general most cars are reliable is that true like i've heard bad things like the g or i think the jeep renegade that little like boxy kind of suv crossover thingy like i've heard bad things about that (laughs) yeah but those are actually i believe uh fiat 500 l's just reskinned really yes i mean i mean that's not even just chrysler Almost everybody, you know, likes to do that. Yeah. Likes to reskin and, and purchase models from other companies and, you know, just dig into the parts bin and, you know, run what they have and just to save money and cut corners. I mean, it make like, yeah, it does make sense just make it, keeping things cheap. 
Like, what is it? Like, the the Ford Maverick is based on, like, a car or some shit like that, but they just threw a truck body on it, or... Yeah, it's not, it's not that it's based off of something, but it's more of... It's built like a car or a small SUV, where it's not a body-on-frame construction mm-hmm. like a regular F-150 or Ram 1500 or Silverado or even a Tacoma. I mean, is that the only... Like, are trucks the only body-on-frame like cars you can really buy anymore? I mean, anymore. big SUVs, like a big Suburban mm. or like vans. But I mean, just, I don't really know about vans, but like a Suburban is still just a truck. They just close yeah, in the bed. Yeah. So it is like... yes. But like you can't, you're not getting a car with, no, you're with not, a body you're really on frame. No, you're really going to get a, a, a car with a body on frame. At least not anything new these days. Most n- newer, smaller cars are unibodies with subframes, mm. Mm. which is what the Maverick is. But like, back to the, like the four-door, like to me that seems like the... Like that's that should be the bread and butter of a car company. Like maybe you can't compete. Um, I was gonna say you can't compete. Maybe engineering wise, reliability wise. Although you know, I think they're relatively reliable in general compared to like older cars, of course. But like if they just came out with a car that looks really good, you know, people would people who don't know shit about cars and they're going to buy their daughter like a four door, like going to college car and they see like, Oh, it's so cute. Oh, it's so like, like to me, the Fiat 500 isn't a perfect example of like, it is not a good car. It's just cute. And so you pay more than it's worth and you know, you sell shit like that. So if they could come up with a four door, that's just good looking and you know, you can kind of market it. Maybe it has like a sportier model, like a type R or whatever. I think you could really start competing with the Japanese brands. And I think that's where the money is made. The money's not made in the, like, you know, oh, this is the most extreme, but you have to have, like, a bunch of money markets. It's the every man's car. That's where the money's at. Yeah, I think so. And I think uh, a lot of, um, was it, for example, the other day um, I saw at Sebring, the raceway, um, I know Hyundai has come out with their inline models their mm. end performance mm. uh, vehicles and you can get and hyundai already has pretty good uh models whether it be like the elantra or the veloster or mm. whatever but now they've added you know enthusiast models with like the n inline and performance n plus whatever whatever models there are i'm not super super familiar with them but they do they do pretty well you know compared to with other performance cars mm. and they're at pretty affordable i mean it seems like the koreans are coming in now as the new like they're the new japanese kind of thing of the japanese are starting to get a little too expensive everybody except kia kia is kia's fucked kia's fucked <laughs> kia's fucked man i mean i'm not even an auto mechanic i work on heavy equipment but i, I mean i just see in the industry is kia is just trash I mean, all their shops, I just see just video after video after video of just engine replacements, engine replacement, oh engine God. replacement, engine replacement. Just, I mean, these techs, all they do is just R&R engines all day long. Remove and replace. Because they are just garbage. <laughs> <laughs> do not buy a Kia. This has been a PSA. Do not. <laughs> but I mean, what is it? Like, Kia is owned by Hyundai, right? So, like... Is- I think so because so it's got to be kind of like because my buddy uh you know josh um he's got that veloster Mm -hmm. and he had to get like some serious engine work done on it and it only had like it had like sub hundred thousand miles because he got the car almost you know relatively new like i think it was Mm -hmm. like three years old something like that 
and they had to take the engine out redo like i don't know a bunch of seals some shit like that and then then it went on and now it's like burning coolant or something like that or like he's, he's losing coolant he doesn't know where it's going kind of thing and he's like yeah like the interior's like cheap and plasticky like i don't like it so like and that seems to be, have been the case even like mm-hmm. when korean cars first came over is everybody's like yeah they're kind of yeah, like cheap his, shit. Uh, his earlier veloster turbo yeah so i think yeah they have made improvements but that's I mean, the first model of anything is gonna is gonna have problems. Mm. But it is turbocharged. I know a lot of newer turbocharged cars have issues. Yeah, is that worth the risk getting a turbo? Like, I would say one that is proven. What do you mean? One that has had a few generations with without any major problems. Okay. Okay. So like. I don't, yeah, what do you have any examples? Like, who is a proven turbo? It's hard to say. There, a lot of manufacturers, almost every manufacturer, has at least several, you know, four cylinder turbo options. Yeah. Even if it's not necessarily marketed to as like a performance. No, like the EcoBoost model. or something yeah, like that. EcoBoost. Like, I know the, the Ford Focus ST, for example. Mm-hmm. I've heard they're, they're pretty good. I've heard they're pretty good. I heard the RSs when they first came out, although, because they have a little bit larger engine. Mm-hmm. I know the STs have a 2.0. The RSs, they have a 2.4. Then I heard the RSs when they first came out, I heard they had overheating problems, head gaskets. Yeah, I heard they had a problem consumption with the head gaskets like blowing. But I think they said it was like, there was, it was a design of the head gasket. There was like a hole or some yes. shit in it. And that's probably, the, I think they had a recall. Yeah. So some stuff does get fixed. And it is, you know, not having the issues. Yeah. But I don't know, like, getting a car, it, it, it seems like a lot of people don't really think about it, or they don't think about it in the, the right ways. They're just kind of like, do I like the car? Yeah, yeah. Rather than mm-hmm. like, oh. Especially like when you're a first-time buyer, you're a younger guy, you know, you just, you do it based off of looks or what people, how cool think it is, people think yeah. it is, or stuff like that. You're not necessarily thinking of, you know, where's this thing going to be at in 50,000 miles? Yeah. Cause I'm like, um, I'm thinking about getting a new car or something like that. Cause I'm moving up north, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, okay, now I have an excuse to get something all wheel drive. Let me get one of them WRXs real quick. Like I'm, I need it, you know, for the winter. Yeah. Um, but it's like, oh fuck, like am I gonna, you know, bust an engine doing some stupid shit, or am I gonna, you know, run myself into a wall? Whereas, like, everybody I know up north is just like, just get a cheap, shitty car that you don't care about because the salt's gonna destroy it. And just throw some snow tires on that bitch. It's going to be fine. Yep. That, that seems to be the consensus. You know, as much as... Unless you're actually, like, fording off into super deep snow and you live off the beaten path. Mm. I mean, you really don't need an all-wheel drive car. As mm. long as you have a good set of snow tires, you know, don't be stupid. It's drive so on hard. plowed roads that are salted. You know, it's you should so be good. hard not to be stupid, Ryan. You know. <laughs> it can be difficult at times, especially with a lot of power. But, I, you know, the Subi life, I don't know, it seems attractive. Although, to me, like, all-wheel drive doesn't seem as fun. Like, one of the reasons I wanted a real-wheel drive car is just the factor, like, because like, you can kick the tail out. And that's just not something you can get with, with the front-wheel drive. Not something you can get. I mean, you could put, what is it, the fucking, like, dinner plates. Or not dinner oh, plates. Oh, tray sliding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Throw the trays underneath the back wheels on a front-wheel drive. But, like, an all-wheel drive, you're definitely not going to get that. And I feel like there's, there's also just more things to break on a four-wheel drive or an all-wheel drive. Yes, there is. Um, so, it's just, like, it's not worth the hassle of, like, why, like, why even... 
Unless you're going off-road, why do it? Yep. Or if you are going to, buy one down here mm. where they are not in as much of a demand. Yeah. Because, you know. I mean, I see them everywhere. All, all the new crossovers nowadays seem to be the same. Like, you know how, like, all the crossovers are, like, the same car. Maybe there's yes. a the bigger one or the smaller Four-cylinder, one. you know. For, uh, Maybe turbo. You know, four-door, you know, a small back seat, hatchback. Yeah. You know, yeah, like you said, maybe turbo drive. They're all- front wheel drive standard, but all wheel drive is optional. I mean, the Mazda CX five. I mean, the Ford EcoSport. I mean, the Blazer, the Equinox, the Equinox, the fucking I don't. I, yeah, the Edge, they're all about there in that same class. Yeah, they all look the same. They all do the same thing. I mean, and that that's kind of one thing that made me mad is the like mom car, the the Mustang, like the Mach E, the Mach E. Don't get me started on like, that shit. Uh, to me, it was just like it was a pussy move. Like they just wanted to use the the Mustang name to be like. Oh, see, you kind of like it. Like, it's a new car. That Just say it's a new car. Grab. It's like, bro, like, it's, you know, people want electric cars. It's fine. But mm-hmm. don't try and, like, oh, it's actually, it's a Mustang. It's like, it's a, it's a four-door SUV. It's, it is, it's not a Mustang. It's just not. It is not a Mustang. It doesn't deserve the Mustang name. And also the new electric Ford F-150 Lightning, so-called. Mm. Uh, that is also not deserving of the Lightning name. That That is uh, the See, Lightning. The actual Lightning is rolling over in its grave. Oh, so you're not, you're not upset about the F-150. You're upset about the Lightning. I'm <laughs> upset about the F-150 Lightning. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a sport truck guy. I love, mm. I love lowered, you know, fast performance trucks. Mm. Uh, trucks that really you know most people would think is you know quote unquote ruined mm. most people like big lifted you know off-roading you know big diesel trucks like a, you can still do work yeah you can still do work whereas no but i'm saying like a race truck to me is like like a truck is meant for work and then you're unworking the truck kind of yes. thing yes I guess like putting like that. a big diesel in a civic you know you're you're putting this hard working thing into like a grocery getter it's like what are you doing you know it's just the opposite yeah but I, I don't know i'm a big fan of that style big big fan of that style i've always like you know going fast and but i've always been a big truck guy so mm. you know i kind of combined the two likes together but so you like what what's the deal with the lightning then what is the because that was like a sportier version of the truck like because I've, I've been a fan of like the lightning the srt10 and the silverado ss for a long time and then ford comes out with you know another so-called lightning and i mean i, I don't have a problem with electric cars but i have a problem with electric cars trying to you know completely eliminate gas vehicles mm. and you know kind of take the you know take the torch take the flame so to speak like you don't think it's gonna happen or you don't want it to happen or maybe both i just think the general thing that people are trying to do is completely you know get rid of them i know it's not going to happen for a long time that's Mm -hmm. not really what they're saying but i don't mind i think it's just going to be another you know avenue just like there's you know gasoline vehicles and diesel vehicles and also other you know you get a hybrid yeah, like I know large, larger trucks they run uh, CNG compressed natural gas. Mm. So there's just there's just multiple fuel types. I don't think the whole world overnight is just going to flip a switch and just everything is electric. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's just going to be like, you know, you have a, you know, hydrogen vehicle or a gas vehicle or a diesel vehicle or electric vehicle. It's just going to be another choice. Well, I've heard like um, 
one thing is that the heavy metals you need for like the batteries that go in electric vehicles like i've heard there's not enough to make enough cars like if, even if you mined all the lithium in the entire world there's still not enough to replace every single existing gas car with an electric car or maybe it's replace every gas car and diesel car yeah no i've also heard similar things as not only you know is there not enough or there's they're having issues finding it or it's very costly very expensive very dirty very dangerous Mm. you know mining operation to get that stuff. oh they have like like they do it in the congo is where most of the lithium is or like no it's cobalt because they need cobalt for the batteries and like it's literally just like a bunch of like almost child slaves just like mining these rocks by hand and it's like you know that shit is like they call it modern day slavery it's like modern day slavery is the reason that our futuristic electric iphone cars are now working it's like you know, are you really? It, it seems kind of funny in a way. It's like yep. you, you're trying to act. But the like, politicians don't care about this. No, it's all it's all visual. It's all front page news. They just want to get the 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 dirt five minutes of fame. Yeah, showing that they're gonna change the world and we're gonna you know stop pollution or stop you know all the costly gas cars or whatever. They just want their five minutes of fame and you know their face to get their votes to do their thing. I mean, it's the easiest but five way. Five years later, when you know the resources aren't there or the power grid isn't there or that or you know what have you whatever uh situation stops you know production mm-hmm. or makes it not feasible that's always last page news nobody sees that yeah no it's always the hollow promises yep yep but i think like it seems like the most convenient way to say oh we're doing something you know because like what is the most apparent like g- you know global warming kind of thing like what is the most apparent causer of global warming is like oh all these gas burning cars that i see every day that i use myself so it's like okay what is something that we can fix that's right in front of you because if if they were going around saying like we're going to go and change all the power plants to be you know natural gas we're not going to burn any more coal or like you know a lot of people argue against nuclear power but like that's like the most that's like the cleanest energy that you can get like especially yeah. compared to solar or compared to wind too and it lasts a long time but everybody's afraid of it fucking chernobyling their house so they're yeah. like yeah i'm going to pass mostly the the dangers with nuclear becomes when it's used up or it's done mm. you know disposing of it that's the big thing that i've heard is whenever it's you know out of energy i'm not a nuclear scientist i don't know how that shit works but i just know whenever they go to dispose of it that is when they have issues well i mean it's not even like um like like i think that's kind of blown out of proportion because the amount of waste that they have right like you don't need a lot of uranium to make a lot of power like if you have like mm-hmm. like even if it was like a thousand kilograms you know like a metric ton of uranium that's not a lot of material and that can power a nuclear power plant for like decades and so it's like okay we just need to put this one kilogram of dangerous shit into like they just bury it underneath a mountain or some shit and then put some dude with a gun outside make sure nobody goes fucking around with it like that's a lot easier than like how much oil like you go through a fuck ton of fluids working on heavy machinery right yes like how much fluid how many like how many gallons or liters of fluid do you guys have to like do you send them to recycling or some shit like that or like disposal um, i know when we de- uh we have large tanks at my dealership when we offload off of our trucks they go into a tank and they get picked up by safety clean do you have like a specific tank like this is a coolant tank this is a oil uh, no tank? they're actually all mixed i mean they try to have us uh 
not put coolant in there, but typically anything from, you know, transmission fluid, power steering, uh, uh, engine oil, hydraulic oil, you know, any kind of a wet brake, uh, gear oil, anything like that is typically mixed in a waste oil tank. But and sometimes you do end up getting coolant in it. And do you know how, like, how big is, like, that storage tank? That storage tank is, uh, I think, 2,000 gallons. And, and how often is that shit, like, emptied out? Like, uh, I'd say at least once a month. So once a month... So that's what twenty four thousand gallons a year that just you guys, just your just ones my dealer, yes. is producing. Whereas like nuclear, which is you know it's not exactly the same thing, but if you convert but to I electric believe it cars, is recycled. They they take it to safety clean, they clean it, they re add the additives, they sell it back to you know mobile or Delvac or you know uh, Emily or all these big oil companies. And I do I, I do believe they re they clean it, you know, add additives to it again. You know, certify it and then sell it again. Do you think, like, do you know if it's like reusable forever, or eventually they have to throw it away? Like, I'm actually not sure. I think most synthetic oil is recyclable, but I believe crude oil, like regular, you know, conventional, I believe, is not. Mm, okay, because like, I mean, my point is like, you know, that amount of waste versus you know, compared to like how many how many uh, dealerships or companies like yours there are put together across just the United States alone, like. You would produce a small fraction of that amount of waste if if it was nuclear, which it's not one to one, right? You still got to have it would be like electric cars, right? Would be the replacement, but like those are far more reliable than uh, conventional diesel or whatever kind of cars. And I don't even know how electric would work with heavy machinery because that's not even something that I think people talk about. Maybe diesels. It, it exists. It trucks. already does. There's already uh, some models already that we are selling. Really? Yes, we have um, not necessarily Volvo because I work for a Volvo uh, heavy equipment dealership, but we also sell a lot of smaller brands to some of the Volvo compact equipment, like the small loaders and small excavators. They've started with the smaller ones. Mm. Uh, we do have some of those, like the L30s and uh, was it the EC60s? I mean, you still have to have like brake fluid, right? Or do they use like? I don't know, electric braking or some shit. Uh, like yeah, it's just batteries. Um, they use batteries to turn an electric motor, and the motor turns the hydraulic pump. Okay. And the hydraulic pump just runs a typical, you know, most heavy equipment is ran off of hydraulics. Oh, so it's not like a motor being completely like- electronic. No, it is not. But like um, to drive around, though, it's not hydraulic, right? Like the. You know what I mean? Like the, uh, uh, you know, like making the wheel spin so you go somewhere kind of shit. Like that's not hydraulic, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so that's still like a kind of like a traditional yes, electric yes. set. Okay, okay. But still, you you still have the fluids that you mm-hmm. have to replace yes. on them regardless. So you're not really yeah, solving the problem. Yeah, there's still serviceable components on them. Okay. So, you, so yeah, you're not even really solving that problem, I guess, with switching over to electric. Yeah. But, I mean, it, like, have you heard good things about it? Like, it, th- that's not something I really think about is like... An electric excavator, an electric, like, whatever. I haven't heard, I, I've heard a lot of, at least on the smaller equipment, they are completely electric, where mm-hmm. you, you physically plug it in, you know, like a Nissan Leaf, whatever. Mm. But a lot of things that I've heard is, you know, they physically do not, the batteries do not last long enough. Mm. And also, it's hard to plug in your Bobcat or your little skid steer on a job site when there's not even a building there. Yeah. You know, it's hard to have, you know, they're, 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 they're the ones putting in the plumbing and the electrical and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, it's hard to plug that shit in. Yeah, yeah there's nothing to plug in. Yeah. Or the funniest thing I saw is that we also have these uh, road-going semi-trucks mm-hmm. that are modeled off their European semis. They're called uh, Nikolai. 
Mm. So they're they're full blown um, regular cab over style electronic semi trucks that we sell. We have two of them in stock. Oh, you actually did because I I thought those trucks were like bullshit. I I heard that company was like they real. They exist. Okay, they're so, sitting on my dealership property right now. And so you so you sell them like are you have you sold them or they're just sitting there? Like, uh, I know one of them is gone. I think one of them's been sold. And what's what's your what's your rundown? Um, I thought the funniest thing was uh, in order to charge it. They had a diesel generator sitting right next to it, <laughs> plug, plugging it into it, running to charge it. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, that is the thing I, that a lot of people don't seem to, like, they seem to forget. Like, where do you think the electricity comes from? They're like, it's an electric car. It's, you know, zero emissions. I think it's it like, comes out the fucking wall. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it comes out of the fucking, <laughs> it's the giant fucking coal-burning power plant, Tico, that's, you know, warming up the manatees. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, boiling the manatees. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, no, 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 it's environmentally friendly, you know. It's like, where does meat come from? It comes from the supermarket. The manatees like it. It must be good for the earth. Yeah, exactly. But... I don't know. So, like, yeah, I, I definitely see, like, electric having its place. Uh, although the enthusiast part of me is, like, you know, I mean, I already don't like the fact that they're just getting rid of manuals, basically. Like, yep. And so it's, like, this is, like, the next step of, like, I can't even hear my car anymore. Like, it just sounds like a fucking, you know. Or it could be, like, Volkswagen, and they add little speakers in the car that oh, play motor sounds. I'd rather them just not, you know, like. I'd rather not hear the car. Yeah, Don't just, act like, try and act like something else. That that, that is, that is uh, you know, exhibit number one. Yeah. If you are trying to actively sound like something you're getting rid of mm-hmm. or trying to mimic something. You got you got something wrong. Yeah, you just you no, know, you just can't do it. Like, and electric yeah. cars make their own noise. Like, it, it's in some places it is cool just to be like, and they're just fucking. Yeah, you know, they're dorks. very quiet, especially Teslas. Because I mean, like, okay, you've heard you know, like the Tesla like uh, model Plaid, right? Yes, the Plaid. Models. Yeah, like very very fast. Yeah, cars. yeah, sub two second, zero to sixty. We'll put the hurt on just about any gas car, yeah. modified or unmodified. Like you can't, you know, like. It, you can't argue with that. Even as an enthusiast, you gotta give yes. it, you gotta give it props. Yes, that's why I think that you know I think we should be able to coexist. Mm. As cringy as that sounds, I don't have that shit on the back of my fucking bumper sticker. <laughs> but, you know, I think you can coexist. I I can at least respect that those plaids are very fast. You know, and we also have you know I think there's still room for you know other enthusiast cars, whether it be you know Mustangs or you know 911 Porsche or you know, a Veloster, mm. you know, what, what have you. I think there's still room out there for it. I don't think they sh- they're going to go away anytime soon, or at least as soon as your local politician says they are. But Yeah, I don't know. Joe Biden was saying like 2030, 2035. And want. the big thing with that is that all the, if you look closely, is that they're just banning the sale. Mm. They're not burning them all in incinerators, taking them from your house. Yeah, like they just don't want to sell any more of them. So I don't. I mean, that's a long time coming just to stop selling them. Let alone, you know, coming for them like your guns or something. I mean, think of all the gas you station know. owners who are going to tell you yeah. to go fuck yourself. If you, yeah. if, you know, like we're going to make it all electric. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Like it's <laughs> my livelihood. What about that herd of you know fifty or sixty, seventy year old muscle cars sitting in the back, sitting on blocks? Like, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, you come take them all. Yeah. What are you going to do with them? <laughs> Those are my shit boxes. Leave them alone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd say ninety percent of those bitches ain't ever gonna run again. But you know, yeah, you don't have to worry about that. There's, there's no emissions coming out of those tailpipes anytime no, soon. No, no. <laughs> Why is it there's always like 
you drive around you like there's a lot of people who will have old cars sitting in their front lawn like like we're gonna work on it one day you know but they never do it brings down the property taxes (laughs) (laughs) is that yeah is that the good like you you start seeing cars hanging out yeah i'm gonna get a bunch of them from matt i've heard you can get them on facebook marketplace you know you can get two for ten or or five for (laughs) twenty You know, just get old cars brought to your house just yeah. to bring down the property value. Does it bring the, it, yours specifically? It brings down like no, I'm joking. no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like that's a deal, bro. Like bring them in, bro. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to pay no taxes. <laughs> fuck yeah. But yeah, I think. Uh, what about old cars? What do, you, what do you think about old cars? What do you mean, like the like like classics? Do you have you have a thing for affinity for classic cars at all, or are you purely a modern car guy? Or? No, no, I definitely like old cars. I, I think like nowadays it's you know, I mean, I think it's a it's kind of might be played out, but like the nanny, you know, all the little nanny controls on there, the lane keep assist, and the you know the backup camera, and all this like you know the the lights turn on automatically, and it's all you know like it all you know breaking and bullshit. Like I I like like a raw car but to me and maybe it's just because that's like when i like grew up but like the early 90s like or early 2000s kind of 90s cars are the peak of cars and that that is when like technology was advanced enough so that the cars were great but it wasn't to the point where they just slapped electronic shit on everything to like monitor all of it like it was still it was still like raw and it's still like you know like they're still doing manuals and like you, you still have like i don't know mechanical throttles and stuff like that which i'm kind of talking out of my ass here like <laughs> car knowledge wise but like that that for me is like the good era i wouldn't mind getting like a um like an older like muscle car or like maybe an older lamborghini but like i've heard you know like the countach is kind of you know more show than go um i mean it would it would be cool but to me it's like Mm, I don't know. Although, um, there is one car that, like, uh, and, you know, reliability-wise, too, like, the 90s was where reliability really started happening. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, yeah, it, it still had the old car fun, but it was reliable. Although, yeah. I, I would like to drive, like, an old Mustang or something, because it seems like, you know, the, like, they didn't have nearly as much power as they do nowadays, but, like, the power felt, like, way more because you were, like, you know, riding on just a chunk of metal. Like, it was just such, like, yes, yes. shitty those, technology. Like those old. older, anywhere from, you know, early 60s to, you know, mid-70s, those cars, that was when kind of, like, the hot rod era was. Uh, those cars, you know, are surprisingly light. There's not much to them. They're they're pretty, you know, wet noodle boxes. <laughs> uh, they, they drive like wet noodles, honestly. Like, have you driven something like that before? Yeah, they're very flimsy. They're very, you know, especially when you put a lot of power into them. Mm. They just they they fold like a cardboard box. <laughs> I mean, they they flex. They, I mean, they weren't built to the standards that stuff is today. They were all just kind of you know tack welded together, very you know by hand. Mm. You know, I'm not saying they were absolutely terrible, but the quality control wasn't isn't where it's at today. And there's a reason why the aftermarket is so large for those cars. Not mm. only because people want to go fast. But people also want to make them compete with modern day cars. You know, you have full, full chassis you can drop them on. I mean, you have you know tubular suspension you can put on them. You know, full blown electronics you can you can put everything you want. 
You can put stability control, traction control on a new on an older car. You can put air, everything from air conditioning. You can put a 12-inch iPad in the center of your dash. But like what to me, besides the like aesthetics of the body, I, I don't really see the point in doing something like that. Like why not just have a modern car then? If you're going to modernize this old car. Yeah, I mean, some people would argue you could make it how you want, or maybe you don't like the way modern cars look. Maybe you like mm. the classic look with the modern vibe, kind of a best of both worlds kind of thing some people would argue i mean i definitely agree i'd say modern cars are kind of blah like they also they kind of start to look the same after a while yeah a lot of cars look the same if you took the badges off of them you wouldn't really be able to tell the difference no like i don't know like looking at sports cars i guess they're a bit more striking than they are before but something about like the older cars especially i think it might have to do with regulation too but like you can just make them sharper because they don't have like the same pedestrian laws or like you know pop-up headlights like that shit was you know that's right cool and you just can't you're legally not allowed to make anything like that yeah headlights have to be at certain heights bumpers have to be at certain heights crash safety you know crumple zones all that stuff comes into play nowadays where at the old days i mean you could just make a car look however fuck you wanted to I mean, as long as it would sell, nobody really gave a shit. Well, like, even, like, because, you know, I drive a 03 Miata, and that's before they had the, like, rollover legislation. So I don't have a roll bar in my car. So if I flip it, like, I am dead as fuck, you know? <laughs> like, I will be smashed in that car. Yeah. But I think it looks way better not having a roll bar than if it had a roll bar in the back seat, like the, you know, the newer Mazdas do. Like, it just doesn't, you know, it's dangerous, but that's what makes it more fun. Or like I've heard the, um, I think it's the CRX or the uh, CRZ. I don't remember which one's the older of the two. Um, the CRX is the older one. Those are the ones that okay. started in like the eighties. The real box, well, the, boxy yeah, ones. Yeah, those things are supposed to be like you know they have less than a hundred horsepower, but they're like light as shit. So like you're going, you know, you might be going fifty miles an hour, but you feel like you're going eighty miles an hour, and like you are in danger. You know, like a car hits you, you 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 just dissolve, and while that's dangerous instant disintegration it's way more fun though you know yes yes just to have a cheap little shit box kind of like you don't really care or the thought of like because my grandpa he would like tune his cars (laughs) Ooh, ryan is taking a piss right now in the middle of it (laughs) um but like those those older cars might you could like tune them when they had like carburetors and shit you would, you know, do it by hand. You would go in your own garage and kind of dial yeah, it in. You go grab the glove, the glove box and go get your screwdriver, get your little wrench. Yeah. Get your little, uh, get your little pick, and that's your that's your tuning right there. No I, HP tuners, no fucking laptop, no fucking internet connection. Yeah. Now everybody's got like graphs you know, no and shit. No paid subscription. No uh, wideband tuning. Mm. None of that uh, data logging nonsense. You know, emailing back and forth. Fuck no. all that bullshit. It's just a fucking screwdriver. Oh, Grandpa Joe, go out there in his fucking '69 Stingray and mm. fucking just let her eat. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Y'all watch this." Yeah. <laughs> and that shit, I love. Like, the, you know, I'll have her tuned up in about five minutes. The the fact that you can like. I would, like just being able to find an old dude who's just like, don't worry, I got this, and he just fucking does some weird shit, stick some gum somewhere you didn't know you could stick it, and then boom, like it's got an extra, you know, 30, 20, 30 horsepower on it, like that shit, I like. That's yeah, you I, don't run into people like that anymore. I mean, you gotta you gotta cherish those people. Those are the people that you know gotta you gotta not necessarily come off like a dickhead, but ask for some of their knowledge because most of them will, will keep it with them until they die unless you ask for it i mean like what do you think about um 
you know, like the modern day like tuners and stuff like that. Like, are are you a, you prefer older cars too? Like, I'm one of those people. I'm not really partial to any one thing. Mm. I, I I can appreciate just about anything if you put you know a good amount of time and effort and it's tasteful mm. and you know it wasn't thrown together. You know, I can appreciate just about anything. I don't care if it's European, American, Japanese. I mean, I may I may have my favorites on vehicle platforms, and mm. that's not even one brand. Um, you know, going back to the very beginning where, you know, I may maybe like Dodge at, at its core, but I like a lot of cars. I really do. Mm. I think there's a lot of good platforms out there, a lot of cool stuff. You're not, you're not loyal to anyone. Not Not really. But I mean, new or old, either. Mm. But I can appreciate, you know, older uh, European cars, like I don't know, everything from the the old Corrados to uh, you know Volkswagen Rabbit mm. to everything from the, you know, I really like the Mitsubishi three thousand GTS, the mm. VR4s. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's probably would be my favorite, you know, JDM car, you know, from the nineties. I mean, that is back when they were in bed with Dodge. So you, <laughs> yeah, the, still the Dodge stealth is a thing. I was gonna say, so you're still kind of, you know, trying yeah. to get a Dodge, but okay, okay. <laughs> but it, it was more Mitsubishi than Dodge. Mm. It was a Mitsubishi with a Dodge badge. That's what it was. Mm. It wasn't a Dodge with a Mitsubishi badge. Okay, okay, that's fair. But those were pretty legendary i love those cars the 99 with the big battle wing on the back those are badass so if you could and i, and I think i know part of your guess um but if you could have any any daily and any toy any amount of money any amount of insurance any it doesn't matter just whatever you want you have the garage for it you have the you know bugatti team coming to your house to replace the tires every five days because apparently they go bad for you know ninety thousand dollars bullshit like whatever you need for that car what what is your daily what is your toy i can only pick one or you maybe pick five or what you get two two you, you get a daily you get a toy that's all you get damn that's a hard hard decision yeah you know i won't hold you to it it's not legally binding but um damn that, that that's a hard decision um I really like the uh, what do you call it? Um, the SRT tens from two thousand six. Those are really nice. That's your yeah. That'd probably be like the daily. That's the da- daily and SRT ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because fucking who gives a shit about gas? Right? You get the gas money. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> um, and then the toy would probably be probably the three thousand GT. I like those a lot. So you're not going hypercar. You're not going no, like no, ridiculous. No, I don't got money like that. So I'm I don't saying. I'm saying like, like money's not an object. You could have a Bugatti Chiron. Like I could. Yeah. You're saying I could. That's the yeah. You that's that's the whole point. Any any car any yeah. car. You're still gonna pick the three thousand GT. Yep. That, bro, you gotta. Be, I'm just not a fan of of supercars. I mean, they're cool. But like. How do you not want the like? I don't understand. You don't get a tip on that coin. It's like <laughs> you're good, it's okay. man. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan's body just came in. Just really came in. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just not a supercar guy. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Man, I don't. I like, mean, even with all the money in the world, I'd still go for some just you know basic fucking everyman 
you know wow cool car. that's that's I don't know. I don't know if that's bold. I don't know what that is. That, that, I have so many cars I would like. It just kind of put me on the spot, and that's why it's good to go. Okay, okay, okay. Because, like, I don't know. To me, it's like... I guess maybe if I had to, maybe, like, uh, Nth Moto Viper Twin Turbo. Okay. Now we're toy. talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. That would probably be a yeah. yeah. toy. I'm like, I want something that is, like, a death trap. You know, like, like maybe with a 2,000 horsepower package on it. You know, sequential transmission. That'd be <laughs> badass. Yeah. Because like I would want like a boot or a Pagani, you know. I, I don't even know what the newest model is called. They made one after the Huayra. Oh, they did. Uh huh. Yeah, it's coming out. I don't know when it's coming out. I think it's I remember coming. you used to like the uh, the Zondas. I like the Zonda. You know, I would pick the Zonda over the Huayra just because the Huayra doesn't come with a uh, a manual. That's not an option. Because um, at the end of the day, like. You know, you can go faster, but I'm driving it for the feel. You know, I'm not winning any races out here. Like, I would get the manual just because, like, I want a toy and I want it to be fun. Um, but, yeah, I think the newer version also has, like, a manual, so I would pick whatever that is just because it's it's a death trap. Like, and that's one of those cars where, like, you know, that's an experience I want to have is just driving a car that will kill you. Just to see, just to kind of, like, I've driven a... Um, a uh, bullet Mustang, and like I, I like the day of, I, I pulled up with my buddy, um, and I was driving my my old Miata uh, before I wrecked it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was I was driving up, and I was telling him like, yeah, man, really a Miata is like all you need, bro. It's the perfect car. It's the best car, bro. Like fifty fifty weight distribution. It's reliable. Blah 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 blah. Just stupid shit. And and then like my my other buddy his cousin has one had had the bullet and he was like yo like do you want to drive it and i was like oh like yeah yeah i want to drive it so like bro like you know you pull out and, and he's like just go ahead like hit it and putting my foot down on that gas and just fucking the kickback and you're just like holy shit like it's four times as much horsepower as the miata is like i was like oh my god like this is this is another realm like this is this is a different entity you know i felt like i was driving a weapon like i was like holy shit and then the brakes like it stops on a dime too it's just like okay i i i was a fool i did not know and now i do like and you know we were we were driving on the street so i was driving extra super safe and very cautious always obeying all the speed limits yeah um but like i want Professional driver, close course. Yeah, of course. I want, uh, but I also want it to be like, you know, there's there's times where you would drive on a course and you're like, I don't want to push it because I might kill myself. I would want just like maybe just a giant piece of open tarmac so I could try and kill myself and just see where the line is. You know, I got you. Like I want to, you know, kick the tires out, spin out, kind of shit, and be like, okay, yeah, so go to a skid pad or something like that where yeah. you can throw it around. That'd be cool. And just be like, okay, this is this is where I'll die. Make sure to keep it right before that line, cause like do it like I would love to be a Formula One driver. Like that shit seems so cool to me, but like you know you can die a horrible flaming death in those fucking cars. Like you know you hit a wall at 150 miles an hour. You're not. They've doing... really uh, done some serious stuff with the safety on Formula One cars. I mean mm. these days you get drivers that go into the walls at you know 150 plus and they are fine. They walk away. <laughs> I mean, a long time ago, it used to be a very dangerous sport, but nowadays they've had so many regulations and huge things that are uh, in place to protect the drivers. Mm. Uh, some of the, the races you can see, 
They actually have a huge halo, like it's made of carbon fiber over the driver. Yeah. So if it rolls or something goes in there, you know, you get hit with a fucking tire. Oh, yeah. I've seen clips where, like, the tire of another dude's car is coming and it hits the halo. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that would have been that dude's head, like, getting cracked right off. Yep. If and it that's wasn't why real. they exist. But. Yeah. Don't you think it takes away part of the fun? <laughs> I think so. Early, early, like indie racing, you know, it was it's very raw. It's very dangerous. Mm. It's very, very manly sport. Whether it be like Lamar or anything like that. The very from, first from gen viper kind of vibe. Yes. Very. Yeah. Everything wants to kill you at all times. <laughs> you know, you are trying to control like a beast. But that's the thing where it comes. Like you get a lot more respect for people in that. Like you know, nowadays there are cars where it's very easy to drive fast. You know, I'm thinking like GTR or something like that, where it is just so, so computerized and so kind of numb where you, you know, you look down at the speedometer, you're going 120, you don't even realize it Mm -hmm. versus then where it was like, you need, not only do you need to know how to drive, it's like, oh no, you need a skill. Like you need finesse. You need to, yeah, it is like taming a beast, you you know, because you will, it will kill you kind of shit. You have to have that feel. And so that kind of like. I don't know. That, that's that's definitely something where it's like, oh, if I could have that kind of finesse, like I would love that shit. That that's. I think another big thing too is uh, tires. These days, tires. I think they they play a big factor into you know being able to control you know a very either heavy or fast or you know crazy vehicle that would normally not you know put the power to the ground. Mm. Whether it be slicks or you know drag radials or any kind of racing tire. You know, tire technology has gone through the roof in the past couple of years. Really? Because I never think about tires. Like, yeah, most people don't don't think of it. But you know, if you, you go racing, tires come into play very, very, you know, quickly. Have you had to like switch out tires? Because I know you've gone. You went to see Ring with your dad, like you know, yesterday. Like, do you have to switch out tires <laughs> often? Like, we don't have to. Um, but if you because these are more of it's more of a daily driver type vehicle it doesn't have really low tread wear you know racing tires on it mm. uh, i think he has you know just regular michelins out, re- out in the back mm. they're huge they're 355 50 uh, 35 uh 19s so they're they're well over uh 13 or 14 inches wide okay. they're huge tires out there say what does that mean for us english speakers out yeah. there <laughs> um <clears throat> but i know vipers run a uh, staggered setup. It's uh, eighteen by ten in the front, and then nineteen by thirteen in the rear. Mm. So you're not <clears> rotating so you need to tires. Run minimum three hundred forty-five out the back. But um, out front, he has Toyo Proxies, um, and those are very soft tires that you know wear very very fast if you run the car hard. Mm-hmm. You know, in an environment like that where Sebring is a very high speed track. Where you're constantly, you know, accelerating to speeds of, you know, in his car over 150 miles an hour, and then slowing down, over and over and over again. Those tires, you know, they deteriorate very quickly, and they throw off little boogers, and you know, get very slimy very, very fast if you don't, you know, watch your tires, watch your pressures, you know, watch what you're doing at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the rears, they're a little bit older, and as yesterday he experienced that. You know, the rear end will want to come around if your tires aren't completely, you know, planted and you don't have, you know, optimal traction. Uh, also, like, there are downforce comes into play too, but also your tires. If you have, you know, older tires that are a little bit harder, you know, they're not as soft of a compound. Mm. They're not heated up properly. You don't have the pressure. 
I don't care whatever else is done to your car. If your tires aren't dialed in and you don't have the right tires and they're not, you know, in the right condition, they will kill you or put you into a wall. So you really do think like like investing <coughs> in tires is definitely like would you say for like road going it's that important or is it mainly just at high speed kind of stuff like that? Cuz like I got some dry ass old tires on my Miata out there. So it's the uh, I mean just know. tires in general, I mean they need to be better to, you know, protect you. Mm. But if you're racing, I would say and you're doing 150 miles an hour versus maybe 60 or 80 on a regular car, mm. I would think racing would be more uh better to you know invest in your tires you could probably get away with it easier on a daily vehicle whereas you're just driving around town and not even doing highway how much is it like to go out there and just fucking run your car um i know that track day is uh everywhere from seven to i think five in the afternoon and i think it's around 500 bucks okay and that's that's the whole thing plus you have to buy your helmet or some shit like that yeah you have to to bring a helmet Uh, special uh, approved helmet. I don't know what the rating is, but okay. because I'm like, you know, it seems like a very expensive hobby, racing cars. It is. And that's another thing too is if you have enough money to go out there and spend five hundred dollars every time for a track day, mm. you probably have the money for tires and their safety equipment to make sure your car is good so it doesn't kill you. Yeah, because how much is a set of tires on a, on a car like that? The rears are very expensive, almost seven or eight hundred bucks a piece. Holy shit! Okay, and but those are last good ones. Uh, how, like how many rounds will that last you how many days i mean days? those are just regular daily tires those are you know those will last you a lot of miles but if you want some soft you know grippier tires mm-hmm. those are probably going to be more mm. fuck okay so you're telling me i'm not going to be a boy racer anytime soon although i don't like you go to the you underground can definitely get scene. into racing for for cheap you just can't drive a dodge viper <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty of other cars out there like like uh going back to the out there i saw it was a red kia or not kia it was a hyundai kona mm-hmm. uh and performance one mm. and he was actually in the advanced class really he was in the advanced run group he had rpf ones on it and he had like some fucking slick tires on it and that guy was absolutely Going fucking balls to the walls out He's there. Just fucking foot down all That thing was screaming, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Goes to show you can get in with just about any vehicle, you know, into racing. You know, this is road course racing we're talking mm. about, obviously. This isn't drag racing or autocross, but mm. road course road course racing is more expensive than others. But autocross or, you know, typical typically drag racing is uh, a little bit more approachable to the mm. average person. Yeah, I've heard like drag racing, you could get like a ten second honda civic pretty cheap yes yeah you can get an older honda civic and put maybe two or three thousand dollars into it strip it out and have nothing in it and be very quick that's it you just <laughs> got to take all the shit out put like what a turbo yeah. on the thing and you're yep. good to go mm-hmm. i mean do you need to like rebuild the engine or some shit like that make sure oh. it's not gonna pop on you or? yep but you can put a turbo and a built engine in a honda for fucking less than five grand holy shit and be and run nine or ten second passes on it. So that's why, like, there's so many just clapped out Civics you see running around. Cause yes, because they are the cheapest, most affordable platform out there. I mean, is it like and if you blow up your engine, go get another one for two hundred fifty bucks? <laughs> is, is it like you know, it's not like your bullet Mustang where if you blow it up, being stupid, you got to take it to the dealer and go pay twenty grand for another engine. Yeah, and they got to code shit and like make yep. sure it's all happy. <clears throat> just fucking throw it in and fits. It works. Yep. Or have to deal with uh, parts on back order. Well, I mean, aren't they reliable too? Like, would they, I figure that reliability is kind of out the door if you're doing that kind of shit to a Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah, you're probably good with it. <laughs> 
But would you? I'm guessing you would never do that kind of shit. Like you're not. <laughs> I'm not really a civic guy, but I, I know that you can get into a civic super super cheap, and there's a reason why everybody has them. Like that's yeah. Not, you're, like you're tempted me, you know. <laughs> just get a little look. Even super. Miatas, there's there's a whole league just for racing road coursing Miatas. Really? Yes. People like actual actual wheel to wheel racing. Oh, fuck. like damaging each other's cars, you know, rubbing, rubbing his racing type stuff. <laughs> this is not, you know, regular track day where, you know, you're given point buys or you're passing only on straights. This is passing anywhere you want, you know, first one to cross the finish line wins mm. kind of stuff, you know. So how do you know about all this shit? Like, I've just been exposed to it or, you know, you know I've done probably, me personally, I haven't driven on any track days, but, you know, even just participating or spectating or just talking to other drivers at these track days you know going along with my father you know i've done probably six or seven of them now mm. i've picked up different things and also just picking up stuff on youtube or you know watching tv <clears throat> and just watching motorsports in general you pick up on this stuff do you watch any professional do you watch nascar are you no <laughs> no <clears throat> no sir <laughs> I, I don't get watch there. NASCAR anymore ever since Bubba Wallace ruined no. it for us. <laughs> no, I, I've never really paid attention to NASCAR. 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 Um, <laughs> in the old days or now. I don't know. It's just not my thing. No. I mean, if I were to pick out racing, I would guess Formula One is the, you know. Yeah. That seems like the new way a lot of people, I think, are getting into it. I think it was a more Eurocentric kind of race to follow, but. I think nowadays people don't really give a shit. Plus, if you have Red Bull in it, it's like, okay, now you got Americans racing. Like, we can yep. get behind that shit. It's no longer Frenchies mm-hmm. and their Citrons. I mean, motorsports are cool, but I'm not one to sit on the couch and watch them. I like kind of just YouTube, honestly, for, for car stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where I like to get my information from. Every Everyday regular people, not, you know, people who get paid millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. by sponsors to run around in a course and then fly home. <laughs> I mean, you like watching like the tuners, like the. I'm not just counting that their abilities to drive. I mean, those people can can really fucking drive. I mean, IndyCar, NASCAR. I mean, endurance racing. I don't care. Those guys can drive, but I don't know. I, I guess I just can't relate to it. Really? Like, just like. Just because it's, it's so professional. You know, there's no. I don't know, the driver doesn't have to deal with any of that stuff. Like, when you're driving your own car on a track day or drag strip, you know, you're the one out there messing with it. You have to deal with any problems. You have to pay for anything on it. Mm. You know, you're managing how it gets there, how it gets home. I mean, any parts that are on it, you know, you have to deal with There's all this other stuff. <clears throat> Rather than just being like, you show up, the car's yeah. ready. The, you know. Yeah, the drivers, you know, they fly there. You know, they get in the car, they race, they fly home. You know, yeah, they're very disconnected from the vehicle itself. They're they, only there to drive. That is it. Mm. I mean, they might have you know some say in how the car is set up, but other than that, they really don't you know do much to the car. I mean, I'm not you know too too into the professional racing world. I could be wrong. You know, maybe they do have more input on it than than I know of, but. I mean, I know they all have, like, a team of engineers working on it, like, yep. at every single race, monitoring every number you can think <clears> of, <throat> being like, oh, there's too many Gs pulling on this tire. Like, I think drag racing more so than other ones, but uh, at least drag racing, I, I know for a fact, you know, when I've been to the Gator Nationals, they do they do actually work on the car. I take that back. They do they do work on the car a bit. I don't, like, is drag racing, I mean, I'm sure there's some skill to it, but, like, you're driving in a straight line. Like, I can press down a gas pedal pretty pretty well you know <laughs> well there's a difference between you know 200 horsepower and you know 
2,000 horsepower or, you know, 10,000 horsepower. You know, they're doing, you know, four second quarter miles. I mean, what is, you know, what what finesse does they take? Like, do you know? Like, what, is it just trying to keep it straight? Is that in and of itself a battle? I would, I would really, like, I mean, when you're going that fast and you have that much power, <clears throat> a lot of it is comes down to reaction time. Mm. A lot of those races, like when you go into real, 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 uh, top professional like either funny car racing or top fuel racing some of those races are won by you know hundredth of a second mm. hundredth of a second just based off of reaction time because you know the guy in the next to you in the next lane also has 10,000 horsepower mm. they're built to the same spec they're the same length same weight you know same kind of driver same setup so it's honestly only won by you know if you as long as you can keep the, the car in straight line and you can put your foot down faster than the other guy you'll win like yeah that's what i'm saying like what is there like I, it's very straightforward like you're saying but there's a lot of a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that separate you know mediocre top fuel guys from the guys that win every time mm. not saying that the other guys can't put their foot down you know faster than the other guy but if that answers your question yeah i don't really know because <laughs> i also want to figure it like okay maybe you know if it's a manual like he knows how to shift properly exactly what you know faster shifts shifts at the right time or like you know you got to lay onto the gas right so you're not losing traction but you're putting down the most power possible something like that and then maybe you need like really snap you know reactions to steer it but like i figure you're not really even steering that much like those little wheels at the front like do they i don't even know if they turn or not why waste i do actually okay so there you go but like it's not doing that much of a that much of a difference, right? Yeah, it's really not. It's really not. But I don't know. I know it is a very competitive sport, and although it looks you know very straightforward, I think there's a lot of moving parts and variables and things that you know separate the every man from jumping in there to John mm. Force, the guy who wins every year. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely something to be said too about just like the the amount of time you've done it, because that's the thing with like Formula One drivers is like they drive they're driving since they're kids mm-hmm. like you you know if your parents don't get you into go-karting like you're never gonna be a formula one driver and you know because i'm looking at them like why the fuck would they give like this 22 year old a you know multi-million dollar car and have them drive it like a jackass like just as fast as fuck around this track it's like no, no this is like he was bred to do this you know kind of shit or like seeing like all the drivers know each other because they were all the like kids going to the same races as kids too and like competing with each other then it's kind of like hold you know like you you really develop this skill over years and years this is not something where like you can get good now it's like you know we are too old to be be formula one drivers like it's just it's gone you know you don't see any like 30 or like 40 year old formula one drivers it just doesn't exist but is there a racing i mean you know i guess street racing you can get into now like but i don't really know what the uh like, there's not that big of a competitive scene since everybody's getting arrested or some shit like that. Or, like, I don't know. Like, do people get, like, I, I know you used to go to, like, takeovers and stuff like that. Like, did people get arrested for that? Or, like, unless you're doing something, like, being a jackass, like, or doing drugs or something like that? Um, I mean, yeah, you can get arrested for doing anything stupid regardless if you're at a takeover or not. Mm. Um. They, they've changed over time. They used to be just, you know, meet at a spot, you know, do a little car meet, and then they would go to, you know, a warehouse or something like that. And 
you know, and they go do fucking donuts or swing around or do whatever. And, you know, then the cops will come and they, you know, corral people in there and you get arrested. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that still goes on, but, you know, the real takeover of what everybody thinks of is where they start to be, you know, terrorists and fucking, or not really, not terrorists, but, you know, they might as well be fucking go into a regular public intersection just to cause attention and, you know, get people to notice them and, you know, bother other people that are just trying to, you know, go through an intersection. They'll block off the intersection and entirely and, you know, light fires and do donuts and swing around their cars and, mm. I mean, there's a lot of big channels out there that, you know, post pictures to try and bring awareness to stop that shit. And I mean, I mean, every every day it seems like I see videos of you know several people dying every time. People running them over or falling over or catching on fire or getting hit between two cars or mm. getting smashed or something because they just you know they want to be seen. They want to be in the middle of the car. You know, the person driving the car doesn't know what they're doing. Mm. I mean, know? that's like because I've seen the videos of people. You know, they'll be doing donuts and then people are getting up real close or they're like standing. You know, they're hanging out of the side <laughs> of the car or some shit like that. And it's like, yo, like, you are asking to get hit by a car. You are asking. That is true. They're asking to get hit. What's probably the uh, the stupidest thing you've done, like, on four wheels? Oh, fuck. I mean, it. I don't, I don't know. Like, stupidest thing I've done? Like, I haven't really done anything that was, like, that crazy. Like, I've gone to a parking lot and, like, done donuts or fucking, you know maybe gone a little bit over the speed limit a couple times kind of shit you know like weaving in and out between cars and stuff like that but i haven't done anything that was like really like oh i oh like i almost died there kind of shit like that i don't think that's happened to me like i've gotten close to other cars a little bit on the highway or like you know some guys kind of pulling out but i'm like no nah, you're not gonna get in my lane kind of shit where it's like hey like <laughs> you know you're about to crash your fucking car but there was one time i was uh, i was in my old miata and uh, i was driving my buddy home and it was you know it had been drizzling out and i remember i was going around the turn and i was telling him like yeah rear wheel drive's like really fun you know because you can kind of kick the tail out blah 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 and i guess i was a little bit too you know a little too gas happy and I hit the pedal a little too hard, and we ended up spinning out. So I was facing, like, as I'm taking this right turn, I end up doing a 180, and now I'm facing backwards in the lanes. And luckily, nobody was really coming. Like, uh, you know, some people started to turn towards us, but they saw us and they braked. So I just had to do, like, the most embarrassing three-point turn of my life in the middle of the fucking lane and then just keep going on my way. Um, but I've never done anything where I was like, oh, fuck, like, you know, you almost died kind of shit. I mean, have you? Like, would, would no? I really, I really haven't. I'm pretty, pretty conservative with stuff like that. I mean, like you said, do fucking do donuts in the parking lot or do stuff in dirt. And, uh, I would say, you know, I towed my friend around on a fucking jet ski in the abandoned property. It was a not even on the water, but oh, you used to drag it behind your truck and <laughs> yeah, I had a truck and you know I had a tow strap and I saw an old jet ski and I said. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's make it happen. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only real, you know, dumbest thing I've ever done on, you know, with a car. But it's not like you were even riding on the back, right? No, so no I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be caught dead riding on the back. <laughs> <laughs> that's for some other unfortunate soul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I hooked it up to my truck, put the strap around the handlebars, and towed them around this property, and that was that was a lot of fun. Man, I don't. That just seems like fun, like. 
I wonder how many of our like relatives did shit like that that was just dumb as fuck and like could have gotten them killed and you just never realize it like you ever look at your relatives and like you're like whoa you were a kid one time like you know like I got uncles and they're like 60 something like that I'm like that dude used to be a 20 year old jackass just like me like like what the fuck was he doing and now he's like nope two beers is enough for me I'm like what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) gotta dial it back after 60 years yeah (laughs) still going hard Wait, man, I don't know, like, car-wise, though, like, I don't see myself going too crazy anytime soon. Like, I would like, because my plan originally was, like, get a job and just try and get, like, a cheap Dodge Viper as soon as possible. Like, I was like, all right, bro, I can, you know, give me a couple years, I can save up 30 grand, because it used to be the first gens were going for 30 grand, like, yep. pre-pandemic. <clears throat> like, I, I'll get one of those fucking cars, 30 grand, easy peasy, and I'll just be fucking Viper Boy driving around. But it's like, you know, dailying a first-gen Viper is... Not recommended. No, that sounds, like, awful. Asking for it. Like, because, you know, I drive my manual Miata, and I'll be going in traffic, and I'm just like, why? Like, I'll drive on I-4, <laughs> and that shit, you know, it's, like, standstill for four or five miles. And I'm just like, I want to die. Fuck me. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, I love going first now second no back to first no oh you know you come back and you're just like my poor clutch no please (laughs) and you're just fucking i don't know why like maybe the ac's not working right but i'm just sitting there cooking too in the florida sun i'm just like fuck me and some dude decides to be a jackass and pull out in front of me as soon as i'm getting going i'm like you go fuck yourself like so much rage yeah those uh that can make you want to not want a manual not want a manual no uh very very quickly but I don't know. Like, the next step, I'm like... Part of me wants to collect all the cheap four-cylinder, like, sports yeah, cars. I, I guess you could say the the Viper is the final evolution of a Miata. It, it's kind of like Pokemon. They re- they look similar. You know, you're like, you have, you have your Miata, then you have your... You know, you graduate to your S2000, and then you graduate mm-hmm. to the Viper. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't see many things... Well, like... The Corvette might have its place in there somewhere too, you know. Right after S two K, you throw a little, yep, yep, give it a little vet time, because vets seem like they're very much the like the quintessential kind of sports car. Like I always thought Miata was, but like you know, V eight in the front, rear wheel drive. That I mean, that's pretty much it. Manual yep. in the middle, and that's all you need. What do you it. like? And I guess it's the same for the Mustang. Corvettes are pretty shit. nice. I like the Corvettes. I'm not, I'm not, like, I like the last generation, but, like, this new one, like, I like the mid-engine. Yeah, are gay. Fuck that shit. I, I, <laughs> they're not gay. They're, like, they're cool. I just wish you could get a manual, and I think they're ugly. Like, they just don't look right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, uh, it's like a, it's like a 458 and a C7 headset. Yeah. And it, and it didn't turn out well. It didn't. It didn't work. Maybe, I don't know, maybe with the newer generations, they'll come out, they'll fix the look of it, but it just kind of looks like a little, like, little fucky, a little inbred, you know, a little... Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. Hopefully the the, C- the ZR1 works out a lot better. Mm. I know the Z06 came out, and it, it, it started to look a lot better, too, so... Okay. Uh, there is still hope yet for, for Corvette to regain the title. Okay. Right now, the best Corvette, in my opinion, is uh, the C6 ZR1. I mean, 
I don't, I don't know Corvettes like that, but it seems like the like you know Corvette people are Corvette people kind of thing. Yes, like, definitely. Like they're not. They will forever be Corvette people. Like what else? What other option do you have though? If you want to, you know, like a fast, like not just a muscle car. You want a sports car that's American. You have the Ford GT and then Dodge Viper and then Corvette. And yeah, then, those are the big flagship models for the big three. And what else are you going to get? You know, um, I mean, somewhere on par with that. I mean, not American anymore, but I mean, you could get like a, you know, an LC five hundred, or you can go get like a, an ISF. You know, if you're playing up in that. I mean, you you're know, talking Lexus now, though. Like, yeah, I'm just saying of that that caliber of like car class. Mm. You know, an M8 or, you know, a C63 AMG, you know, Black Series. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely European alternatives. But mm-hmm. I just think, like, Americans don't really make that kind of that kind of sports car. Like, I don't, besides muscle cars, it seems like we're lacking in... I mean, yeah, not anymore. The Viper's gone. You know, the Corvette is... I don't know. It's gone gay. And, uh, I think it's, and the I, Ford... I mean, the Ford GT. I don't, I don't know what's gone over there. They're out in the fucking left field. It's not a... They're out in left field. They're in Ferrari money territory. Yeah. But I don't... The next car for me, like, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, ah. Mustangs are maybe, but I don't... It's just not... It, like, it goes fast than when it goes forward. Yep. It's, it's Two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, it's not a turning car. Nope. So what, like, maybe BMW, but I feel like every douchebag drives a fucking BMW. Yeah. Like, like M4 or yeah something like some, some stupid shit like that like I don't know I like the um the Z4 just cause it's like the Miata with the 6 cylinder I think if you threw a straight 6 in the Miata it'd be almost perfect yep like that's it's the Supra it's yeah Supra and those are expensive yeah for a Supra that's a lot of fucking oh, money fucking Supra money bro but I think they wanted well over 60 grand for it MSRP fuck that bro and that was pre-owned Oh, you're talking like the new Supra? The new Supra, the Mark V. I don't know if I like those, bro. Like, I know they're based on the BMWs, but or is it? Mm-hmm. Do you know which way? Like, is it which way around? Is it Toyota based on a BMW or the BMW based on a Toyota? No, it's a Toyota based on the BMW. So it's just. I mean, they're they're badass. They're fast as fuck. They are fast as shit. But is it a Supra? No. Why not? What's well, not Supra? Because the Toyotas purists say it's not. <laughs> And the super fanboys cannot be argued with. If they say so, then... If they say so, then... It is. It is. <laughs> oh, fair enough, I guess. This is a fact. The super, the, the super fanboys are law. The super fanboys... <laughs> they are law. No, I... I don't... It, it is weird, though, how some people, like, cling to a certain type of car. They're like, no, this is the best car. Like, what? Corvette, best car. No, Supra, best car. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you talking about, bro? Supra is best car. Bro, Supra? You just put twin turbos on there, bro? And, like, fucking 2K horsepower. Easy. Easy. Yep. Like, it's not even, like, a big deal. 2JZ, best engine ever created. But what is the next, like, I, I don't know what the next... I, I like the, um... I don't like the new ones, but, like, the old Jag E-types, you know? Like those yes, are beautiful. Yeah, those, are cool. those are beautiful cars. But that's not you know that's not a good reliable car. Yeah, those are just purely collectible. You know, concourse, uh, very 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 prestigious car show type vehicle. Mm. You know, like the old GT forties. You know the old uh, three eighty Ferraris. You know Magnum PI cars. 
I don't know. Very, very high end, you know, never to be driven again type vehicles. Purely just to be part of a collection. I get it. Like, you know, you want to keep your collector's item in mint condition. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, you're supposed to drive a car. Like, it's yep. not just for... Like, oh, there are certain cars, like, they are more for looks than they are for driving. Like, like I said before, the Lamborghini Countach, I've heard, is just a pain to drive and it's not that fast and it's just like it's more about show than go yes yes i think so so fair enough but there's certain cars but the people that have that kind of money they don't give a shit yeah i mean they probably they have their toys too they have if they want to spend a hundred million on a car you know they'll do it it doesn't matter if it sits there or not they they want it because they want it yeah you know and they have the funds to to do so with it you know the chevy ss i think that might be the next that might be the next move. Like they are very cool cars, and they won't kill you on insurance. Yeah, nice four door baby. You know, it's for my family. You know, it's a mm-hmm. nice, nice family sedan. But it's fucking badass. You get a stick shift SS, especially insurance. Insurance is crazy on cars. I mean, like you have a truck right now. How much you pay for insurance? Um, I pay one hundred and eighty something a month. Is that bad? Is that good? Like that's pretty good, I think. I mean, obviously, I'm on someone else's policy. Yeah. So that saves me, you know, a ton of money. Is that it? You wouldn't get but your I own know policy. People that pay, you know, several thousand, you know, over a thousand for insurance every month. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know and that's insanity. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but he's like a twenty-something with a fucking Dodge Challenger, so it, it yeah, kind of makes sense. But I think that's kind of that's doing it. Like, yep. Like if you wanted. But I mean, regard. I'm not saying everybody pays over a thousand dollars for insurance. But you know, if you're under the age of 24, have a sports car with only two doors. You know, and it, you know, you're, you know, at risk to, you know, a guy under that age. You're you're gonna have the the mega premium. Why so to speak. Is, why is the man trying to put us down, bro? Why don't they just let us buy? Because you're more cars? likely to be a hoon and be an idiot with it. Yeah. And speed and street race and yeah. whatnot. And, you know, it's all about statistics. We want. It's all about you know statistics and data. They don't. I. They don't uh, evaluate each person individually. I wish they would. That would take a lot more time, but I wish they would just care less and just let us drive our fucking sports cars. Yeah. Well, in terms of the scam, anyway. So. Yeah. That shit's nuts, bro. Fucking insurance. I always feel like, like it's like, would it really be cheaper than to just pay for the like whatever medicine I need on my own? Yep. Or like you know, because um, I shadowed in a doctor's office for a while, and they literally like depending on which insurance company you have, like you get a shot, right? Like a flu shot. It, depending on which insurance company you have, you pay like the company pays a different price. So it's like, what you know? Why is the exact same shot? you know a hundred dollars cheaper for navy federal versus triple a or i don't know insurance but you know what i mean like it's it's ridiculous and they compare to what they would charge you as a just regular schmuck they're like no 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 actually you have to pay double what the insurance companies pay because the insurance companies they like haggle as you know and they have all their lawyers and all that bullshit that's insane like pure highway robbery it seems like everybody's just trying to make money off of you like yep that's why you got to shop around people out there that are listening shop around for insurance don't uh that's the biggest thing i've learned don't don't get complacent don't stay with the same insurance company every year because they will jack up their rate every fucking year 
And you go and look around, shop around, I guarantee you, you'll find a better rate. Unless you're like, have like 12 DUIs and, <laughs> you know, can't drive. Is that what you do? Like, have you, how many times have you switched insurance companies? I physically don't, but I know my parents do that a lot and that's something they've told me. Mm. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Why would you they know, j- raise the insurance on you every year when it's... Because it, they know people get complacent and they think, you know, oh, it just went up, you know, because, you know, prices went up. But really, they just jack up the rate because they're trying to get more money out of you because they know you're not going to leave. Yeah. It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, because people don't think about it. That's true. Because it's just something so boring. Yep. Insurance. uh, Yep. I think, you know, insurance is insurance. But, you know, people sometimes save you 700 bucks a month. Several hundred. Isn't it nuts to think people just lived raw like 100 years ago? They're just like, what do you mean insurance? Like... (laughs) You're like if my car dies like just raw dog in the world yeah bro your car gets wrecked like you don't yeah. have a car anymore sorry bud no like, car no house no insurance yeah no like, problems you just pay a million well because it was super cheap you'd be like yeah it's 10 you know he has to get his arm sewed back on he has 10 bucks or whatever or yeah. like it's super medicine and shit i don't know although i guess like maybe just giving people like a ton of morphine and like i feel great you know yep. <laughs> you get zooted out of their minds but yeah it, it, i I wonder if insurance is going to last forever. I hope not. I hope we get rid of insurance. Yeah, I hope there's a better way to do that, because that shit is annoying. But they make a lot of fucking money. Yep. Insurance is the most profitable industry in the world. So have you been playing any, any good video games recently? What is it, what's going on with the Halo franchise? Like, is it... Man, Halo... I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, man. I mean, I've always been a big fo- follower of the Halo franchises. I mean, all the way back from Combat Evolved. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Xbox guy. I never really had a chance to play it on PC. Mm. Except after a long time. I was never there originally. Mm. But, um, you know, after Bungie got rid of I know I hate, I hate to, you know, go with the bandwagon and say, you know, Bungie was the best. But, you know, the bandwagon is true. The bandwagon, you know, is, is spitting facts. The bandwagon knows what they're doing. The bandwagon knows what they are doing. <laughs> 343, I don't know what happened, man. I mean, I tried. I played every one. I bought every one with my own money. And it just, it's just not there. I don't uh. know, maybe if it's, I'm just a different person and, you know, I'm not, you know, 12 anymore, just coming home and just playing video games. Mm. Maybe I got more responsibilities and can't enjoy it as much anymore. I don't know. But it just doesn't have the same draw. It doesn't See, have the... The same, you know, replayability, so they say. Are you not on the Fortnite wave? You're not a battle royale. No, never. I mean, I played uh, Warzone. Warzone's a lot of fun. Mm. Haven't played it in a long time, but you know, whether it be PUBG or uh, Fortnite or uh, all those other insert whatever battle royale you Mm. play here. um, I don't know. I've never been, you know, just on those. I'm strictly a, you know, Halo, Call of Duty, and, you know, racing game kind of guy. Are you, like, do you play regularly, though? Like, because I don't, I don't really play video games anymore. Like, yeah, just I don't, I don't play regularly. I really don't. You more TV man. Maybe, maybe once or twice a month, if that. Like, I've definitely noticed my time has shifted into being just, like, mainly YouTube. Like, YouTube is my biggest sort of, like, if I want to melt my brain for a little bit kind of thing. Just sit around, just, uh, Like, I watch, like, cooking shows, so I'll just be like, how do you make this tortilla? Like, let's let's see how this is going. So I'm just sitting there just like, oh, you massage the lard into the flour. That's pretty cool. There you go. You. So what's, what's, your, uh, what's your go-to recipe? My go-to recipe? Ooh, that's tough. 
I don't recently I've been kind of like cooking up a storm. <clears throat> um, I I was like on the I was a ramen man. Ramen man. Cuz like I was I would eat like token ramen for like like high school. Like I cuz I like you know, I had to pack my own lunch and I was lazy as shit. So I was like, all right, what do I not have to prepare at all? What can I just literally throw in my fucking bag? And so I just get like the cup ramens and you know, you know, fucking put some water in there, throw that bitch in the microwave. You're done. You're good to go. Um, and then when I got to college, it was like, all right, back to it, you know, cause you got to make dinner and I make it a little bit fancier. Like I cut up peppers and you know, I get a little bit of chicken going on and shit like that. Um, but I would still do the same shit, make a big old bowl of ramen and eat that um but recently i've been getting a little bit because now i'm at at home so i have like a real kitchen to work with versus like my little dinky apartment kitchen so like now like i'm cooking schnitzels i've been making a lot of rubens you know a ruben sandwich oh i fuck up a ruben bro i mess oh like i fucking i love rubens and i'll just fucking you know you smother those the bread and the butter you fuck them up with sauerkraut and you get that extra corned beef going on you know you got to grill up the corned beef a little bit um but yeah rubens for days fish tacos like i'm definitely like you kind of learn going from like in my cooking my cooking journey like you learn going from just reading a recipe and it says like you need this much stuff go buy these exact ingredients so you go you do that you do exactly you know 350 for 12 minutes blah 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 okay this do exactly what they say and then you get the end result versus like as you go along you're like well like i can do what i want it says two cloves of garlic i like garlic so i put like eight cloves of garlic in there and just fuck it up with garlic and it's like okay you know you can add it a little more maybe you want your burger done a salt little bit to taste yeah salt to taste kind salt of shit some people love salt some people don't salt to taste and kiss the cook those are the words of the day like i've learned salt too like you know because the grading the gr- like how coarse the salt is matters because like you know a lot of people they'll measure the salt with like a little spoon I don't fucking you know real chefs don't do that shit okay first thing you need you need a salt box okay salt shakers for pussies bro you get a salt box it's just like a little bowl with a lid on it and you just grab the salt with your bare fucking man hands and you throw that shit in there and you gotta get like the coarser so like there's kosher salt there's regular like table salt there's kosher salt and then they have like flaky salt and so like you have to know like like the the other normally the finer graded salt is for baking and shit like that versus the kosher salt is better for like like when you're pinching it it kind of holds together more because of the bigger grade so you can get a, a lot more salt when you pinch it versus the the finely greater stuff graded stuff and then the flaky salt is more for like you put it like on the steak at the end when you're serving it so it's more it's not just like salt on top it's also like a visual kind of thing going on um so just learning like what different ingredients kind of do like you could there's a lot more freedom or like pepper black pepper pre-grated pepper is so much worse than fresh grated pepper like you don't understand because that shit's been sitting in a box same thing with all spices like that shit's been ground up and sitting in a little container for who knows how many months and over time those spices really degrade and they lose their flavor so if you get fresh spices and you kind of like throw them in like a little dry pan and heat them up a little bit they call it like waking them up and then you grate them you know you mash them in like a mortar and pestle you know like an old indian lady just fucking mashing that (laughs) shit up and you that shit is so much more potent and you can really tell with your food so like just little differences like that like it's a lot more work um but that shit really makes a difference when it comes to like what you're eating um 
and also just knowing like the balance because that's like the next level of cooking is not like first you go from like do the exact recipe to okay i can fuck with the recipe a little bit to i kind of get the gist of what the recipe is but i'm not gonna like because like real chefs aren't measuring shit out in tablespoons all the time they just do it eyeball it yeah they're like that looks like enough you know and you're like how much is it it's like it's enough you know you're like oh i want it to be salty it's enough slices yeah exactly like you don't you don't need exact shit you're kind of like you feel it out like and most chefs they're not like oh i know exactly how to make this you know this menu item it's like okay make fish tacos you're like all right like i kind of fry up fish i know how to make batter throw the fish in there fry the fish i know how to make a sauce like understanding how to make a sauce really quick like the types of because like you know you can make a banging ass fucking sauce with just like mayonnaise sour cream and just add like a spice and something like that boom boom like that shit is fire you put a little lime juice mayonnaise sour cream throw that shit on a taco fucking blows any bullshit ass taco bell sauce out of the water man i'm telling you blown out of the water or like making a tomato sauce like you just like it's like three ingredients and you just throw that shit in a pot like half of good cooking is just letting shit cook for a long ass time if you just let like a tomato sauce cook for like three hours that shit you just be so unctuous you're like oh just marinate yeah just marinate the fuck out of your meat yeah make that shit let it what sit did you learn that from joey did he make a mean pasta sauce what to make a mean pasta yeah What's that? because he's italian oh yeah fuck no he's like he's all of garden italian bro like come on <laughs> that italian. homeboy is a homeboy is american joey you're here out there yeah he just called you out shout out joey yeah sorry rest in peace but he you said know, you're a fake italian he's a fake italian bro he said you're a falian he's a falian i bet he doesn't even know how to make spaghetti bolognese no get the fuck out of here <laughs> bolognese. i don't actually know how to make spaghetti bolognese but he still. knows how to make the fucking tortellini from the frozen section yeah yeah <laughs> thought okay i could do that <laughs> but no yeah fucking it's definitely and like shit's way healthier too if you cook it yourself and kind of just yes. like like not all the processed bullshit like not preservatives and all that business no nah, like because if you go and look and see what the fuck is in certain food you're like oh my god what the fuck am i eating like doritos or like like even um you know like the, the pizza we ate here mm-hmm. for instance right like they, because like Hungry Howie's has to ship their dough for and Pre-made. have it stored. So like they put preservatives in it. They get whatever's the cheapest shit. So you're saying like, oh, you put in flour. They're like, actually, we're gonna put in a mixture of like corn flour and wheat flour because it's you know way cheaper to use corn than it is wheat. And so like, and people can't really taste the difference, kind of shit. And instead of using salt and blah 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 blah. Rather than, you know, you throw some dough together and, like, have it sit in the fridge overnight and it has four ingredients in it. And, you know, you know exactly where that shit came yeah. from. And Oil, you can, salt, flour, yeah. you know, and maybe some water. And then, boom. Like, and you make it yourself. You can do whatever you want. You know, like, they'll charge you, what, two bucks a topping kind of shit. It's like, you know, I want pepperoni and salami and fucking pineapple and, you know, what. I mean, I'm just naming normal pizza mm-hmm. ingredients, I guess. But you yep. can... You can put whatever though. You can put fucking cilantro and tomatoes on top of your pizza if you want. And make it a fucking salsa pizza. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking delicious. Of course, it belongs on pizza. You can throw whatever the fuck you want on pizza. You're like, I hate all these people. Like, no. What doesn't belong on pizza? What Eric? doesn't belong? <laughs> That's a tough question. I don't. I don't really know where the line is. Like, I guess don't put like don't 
put tacos on pizza. So like if you like wrap a taco in a small pizza, I mean that sounds pretty fucking good. Actually, a little bit of uh, crumbles of some corn chips, some ground beef, some lettuce on there. Yeah, I had like a taco pizza. I had a hamburger pizza from Papa Joe's. Is back, bro. (laughs) Welcome back, Mexican pizza. But pickles, I don't really. Although you can put pickles on pizza, but like, Uh, if you do, you deserve to go to the gulag. It's kind of it's up to you, bro. It's the same. It's like cars, you know. It's the same (laughs) shit of like. Mm -hmm. Some people like Japanese. Some people like European. Like. Who gives a fuck, you know? Like, it's pizza at the end of the day. As long as it's dough on bottom, sauce on top, blah, blah, blah. Like, even the fucking Chicagans, you know, like... Chicagans? Chicagites, whatever you call them. Like, they're deep dish pizza. They put the cheese on the bottom. You know, I don't know if you've seen the the Mm -hmm. meme. Where's the cheese, bro? It's under the sauce. It's under the sauce, bro. It's under the sauce. So, like, you can can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, as long as it tastes good, who gives a shit? Like, because, like, I, you know... I might be I cook my own food but like I still go to fucking Taco Bell like I know it's garbage like they literally like they push you understand what's going on most people that go to those drive-ins or stuff like that understand it's not the best it's you know they're they're doing that for convenience or it's already pre-made or they they go to the store or something Taco Bell has like pushed the legislation of like what is technically meat because of like how much like can we get away with what percentage of our quote-unquote meat has to be actual meat versus like bullshit and we say it's meat you know yep meat flavor product like yeah it's garbage but it tastes really good it's really good yeah horse meat yeah remember that all the years ago yeah 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 like the swedish ikea meatballs (laughs) if they taste good who gives a fuck yep would you ever eat like looks like meat tastes like meat smells like meat it's meat if you so if you you had a buddy right and um and he's got you know for some reason he's a healthy healthy good good guy but for some reason he has to get you know from his knee down amputated right and the meat's fine perfectly clean it's not because of a disease and he's like hey ryan i'm having like a barbecue uh and i'm gonna be grilling up my leg you know, would you want to come and take a bite? Like, would you? Would you? Would you eat a little bit of that calf meat? Would you eat a little little people meat? Uh, I'm not a, a cannib- cannibal. I mean, I mean, we're not in The Walking Dead. I mean, just just out of curiosity, like, why not? You're not like it's ethically sourced human meat. You know, nobody's dying. He wants you to eat. It. He's like, eat me, Ryan. I don't know. I don't know if I could ever stoop that low, especially if I know the person. What do you mean? It's not like low though. It's more like a like. I wonder what that tastes like. I, I really don't. I, I really don't uh, think about you know how somebody else would taste. No, <laughs> unless it's like coochie. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's. I mean, okay. So we can make a coochie flavored if that would. Uh, coochie flavored. Coochie flavored meat if that would entice you. Coochie. Spare coochie, man. Spare little coochie. Spare coochie. See, I thought that I was like. You know, I would, before I would be like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm definitely going to take a bite. Like, fuck it. Why not? You know, who gives a shit? But then the other day, like, um, my sister, she was cutting up some, like, leftover meat we had. And she accidentally cut her finger and got, like, blood on the meat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we have to throw all this shit away. Like, that's disgusting, bro. Like, fucking mm-hmm. human blood on my food. No, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, oh, like. Uh, that's pretty par for the course. Any kind of, you know, blood transfusion yeah. but it's like is that you know maybe i couldn't you know if it comes down to it you can't cannibalize because it's actually like really gross versus being yeah. like 
you, you know, in your head, you're like, yeah, bro, I'll fucking eat a person. Like, not a big, no big deal, bro. <laughs> Especially if he's like an asshole, you'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> Especially if he's an asshole. Fuck you, Derek, bro. I'm gonna fucking eat your yeah. ass. Like, I'm gonna salt the taste on your ass. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> Butter base your ass, bro. Fuck Derek. Fuck Derek. I don't know who Derek is, but we're I, saying he's a hypothetical guy with a leg. Hypothetical guy. Yeah. With some spare coochie for you. With a guy who just set his leg on the grill. I don't know. I mean, have you ever seen... Because you used to work with, like, like chickens and shit, right? Yep. Did you ever have to slaughter the chickens? I did, actually. I did. Yeah, we had to process them. That wasn't necessarily a, a fun memory in my head, but it was something we had to do. I like but it was a very... But it was... You could tell it was very... Um, it was very natural. It wasn't very big box store process type stuff, you know. We raised them from eggs. Mm. You know, they're they're very non-GMO, you know, non-processed, very small batch kind of, you know, chicken. It was very pure, very basic. A pure chicken. Pure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel like fucked? Like the next time you ate a chicken, you're like, wait a minute. No, I didn't taste the difference, but... I'm not saying taste the difference. I'm saying, um, like, like in your head, were you like, oh, I, I fucking murdered a living thing? Yeah, it was a little unsettling there for a little while, which is kind of why I don't really do that job anymore. It was, you know, my first job when I was 16. But, yeah, we, we raised them from, you know, eggs to chicks to when they were smaller to the bigger birds, and then eventually when it came time, uh, you put them in a little cone, you know, you just slit their throat and bleed them out. Uh, I like how you call it processing. Yeah, yeah that's what he called. All right, we're gonna process them. Oh, what do you? Yeah. What, what's, what process? We're gonna sl- cut their throats and bleed them out. Like <laughs> that's my process. I mean, that's my- you, at least I'm going off of what the the farmer said. The guy who I worked for, he mm. said it was the most you know humane way as possible. You know, he taught me how to do it properly. Mm. You know, so they wouldn't feel any pain, quote unquote. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure nobody. Yeah, how do would you enjoy. measure that shit? Like, what do you mean? I, I don't know. Did it hurt you when I killed your chicken? <laughs> Is that? Did you feel any pain? <laughs> but yeah, you put them in this little cone mm. so they can't move, and you know, you cut them and bleed them into a giant bucket, and and then uh, eventually you take them and you put them in this. Uh, you cut the head off and you put them in this giant washing machine of death with a bunch of water, <laughs> and it actually rips all the feathers off. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But he had the whole setup and everything. And you put him in this big bin and they just... It goes really, really fast and throw just gigantic chickens in this huge uh, bath. And it cleans them off of all the, you know, shit or feathers or whatever. Mm. Whatever's on them. Then you defeather them, you know, cut the rest off of them, cut the feet off of them. And then he goes through and, you know, cuts them, cuts different meat, different... Uh, yeah, did you ever gut them? Like, get out the... Yeah, the yeah you had to gut them like and uh, cut them into different pieces, you know thigh breast you know chicken leg whatever i mean were you like how, how long after that did you have your next chicken nugget like <laughs> <laughs> oh i still ate chicken after that but was it like it was it same the first day? time i did it it was definitely uh, a very moving experience you're like whoa like i just killed something yeah, yeah. and then you're like all right what well, put everything into perspective for you mm-hmm. but you're still like because like <clears throat> you know to me it's like you kind of I feel like you need to, like, kill your food at least one time just to kind of, like... It's like all the vegans out there are like, oh, you're harming another animal. But, uh, you know, I'm just like, yeah, it's an animal who gives a fuck, you know, yep. kind of shit. 
but it's like I've never killed a killed a chicken before I ate it, you know. Yep. So I don't know, you know, maybe I'll get there and be like, no, nah, man, I can't do it. I didn't have too much of a problem with it because they were very nasty animals. They or they're were assholes. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Very, they were assholes. Yeah, yeah they they fucking chicken. They would always chase me and fucking uh, <laughs> the, the roosters would always spur me with their legs. Oh, I the, see. So you were, you were like, oh, it's your yeah. day, buddy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> fucking your first big Jake. You're fucking getting in there. <laughs> okay. But yep, that was it. It was an interesting experience. Did Would that you, for about six months, then got fired for being late. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever be a farmer or like you're like nah. hell no, hell no. That job is so fucking nasty. You don't make any money. Nobody cares for you. Really? Like it's just fucking. All the big boy farmers make all the money, and even then, they don't really get paid much at all. Mm. He's just a small time farmer, just trying to make some money at. Off of people that like non-GMO and non-processed stuff. Yeah, I, I drive past him every once in a while, and I see he's got like his sign out and shit, like Ooh, healthy chickens, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, kind of stuff. <clears throat> this kind of, I don't know. This yeah, he has a he has a good prod- product. A good, good product. product. Do you ever buy from him? Or you're just like a couple times, yeah. Yeah, but he's got very small quantities. You got to get to him quick. Like he'll have a you know a couple cows and. You know, he'll sell entire beef ribs labs and stuff like that. And How much does a cow cost, like, like once it's dead, you know? I'm actually not sure. I can't remember. Because, that like, that's a lot of fucking meat, right? Like, yeah. I wonder how much it'd be just to fucking just buy one of those, cut it up, throw, throw that shit in the freezer, and you'd be eating, like, a king for, like, a year or something like that. <laughs> but he'll typically sell, like, the entire animal before it's even dead. Mm. But he only has a little bit of room there, so he... I mean, that shit's fresh as fuck, then. Like, he's only got, like, maybe two acres. <clears throat> so he's got, you know, chickens and turkeys and, you know, pigs. Um, I think he also had uh, quail. Mm. And he would process there, too. And uh, I can't remember the name of the business. I think he changed the name now, but... Mm. It was a pretty, fairly fairly lucrative business from where he was at. But he kind of outgrew the place he was at. I mean, do you feel like now you know where your food comes from? Or you're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> at least chicken. At least chicken anyways. Yeah, you know where the chicken comes from, the yep. stupid assholes. Yep. Do you feel bad like that they put a bunch of chickens in cages and shit? And they like... You no, know, they were pretty free range. They weren't I mean, small like, cages. Like other places, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit different. Like, I don't see it. I try not to think about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hear no evil, see no evil kind yep. of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you do a lot of cooking, or are you mainly you like buy like no? I, I do some cooking. What is your go-to dish? Oh shoot! Um, shoot, I mean, I like hamburgers. Mm. Hamburgers like, are always good. You do like the thicker burgers, or you do like the smash burgers? Um, I do a lot of frozen burgers. I don't really do you know fresh ones, but if I do, yeah, sometimes I'll do smash burgers off of just regular ground beef from the store. Mm. You know, everything from, you know, Italian to uh, maybe some, some Southern Creole, some jambalaya or some gumbo. I do like that. Oh, you make some, some jumbo? Some jumbo laya. I don't make up a lot of jumbo. That's a, what a word. <clears throat> I love it just saying jumbo. Yeah, I make some jumbo. What the fuck? Is it? No, it's gumbo. Gumbo, yeah. <laughs> but like gumbo, is, is gumbo jambalaya? Is that two different? That's two different things. Two different things? What the fuck is a gumbo? Who's got what? Yeah, who comes up with this shit? Gumbo like, is more of like a stew. Give me a gumbo or like a hot dog. 
Oh, mm-hmm. I fuck up a lot of hot dogs, bro. I remember <laughs> in Boy Scouts, they were like, yeah, hot dogs are Girl Scout food. You're not allowed to cook hot dogs because it doesn't count. <laughs> it was a lot of outlawed foods and, and scouts. That was funny. I mean, what else was there besides, like, I don't even remember After anything. After a while, else. eggs in a bags got banned. Oh, yeah. That shit was, I didn't like that shit anyways. Because everybody just tried to be cheap and fucking didn't want to clean up on Sunday morning. Yeah. No, yeah, fuck that. I hated that. Like, we would always hide the greasy pans on the bottom. So when Miss Colleen would come around, she was our scoutmaster. And she would, like, check the chuck boxes to see if we'd actually, like, washed all the dishes. And so, like, they would, you know, you knew certain scoutmasters were a little bit more lenient. And they wouldn't really, like, rub their finger on the pans and be like, why is there a bunch of fucking grease on this shit? Like, no, I learned real quick. I, I was like, okay, yeah, we're not making fucking giant pasta meals for dinner on Saturday night, and it's gonna be like, yeah, you have to clean up until 10 p.m. No, no, no. Yep. I was like, no, after a long day of doing stupid shit, it's not happening. We're doing something easy and quick. Yep. But that was the genesis, I think, of the cooking. I remember one time I put too much salt in to the um in our taco meat mm-hmm. by accident. I remember that. And so I think it was like put syrup in to balance it out to like <laughs> so it was like a salty and a sweet move and it was like, nah, we're just not eating dinner tonight. Like sorry guys. <laughs> this shit's nasty as fuck. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I'm really surprised we didn't get food poisoning. Like, I am very surprised. The 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 we had roaches. It is like what, like a four by two box, mm-hmm. and we managed to get roaches in those. Like, what, you know what the fuck? Because where they were stored, I didn't. We never saw where they were stored. Yeah, but like, and they were kept in a trailer, a really humid, dark trailer, all the time. But so. still, like that, coupled with the fact that like our cleaning wasn't exactly, although we bleached everything. Like, yes, you know, and so I guess that really helped. There's a reason why. That yeah, that probably was our saving grace because yeah. that shit was Everybody nasty. Thought Miss Colleen was psychotic, but she had she had a plan. Oh, dude! But like just undercooking food alone, or just like the weird shit people cooked. Yep. That's why you only let certain people cook and only let certain people clean. Yeah, that was always like you know you just a gotta, lot of people would get pissed that they wouldn't be able to cook, but like bro, you can't cook for shit. <laughs> You gonna kill somebody? Yeah, bro. How do you fuck up tacos though? Like literally, it's you mix the meat with the with the the powdered spice and then just fucking cut up vegetables and that's it. And people would still fuck it up. I mean, I fucked up tacos. It's very hard to fuck up. Some people would fuck up fucking Oreos, man. (laughs) You tell them to go get fucking uh, Oreos for Cracker Barrel, you know, to have a snack when you get there. Mm. You know, camp out. It'd be like a dessert item. Um, they call it Cracker Barrel. You did pick out a dessert item. You'd have it, you know, you know, Friday night when you get there, or you know, Saturday night after dinner. And some of these guys, you know, they couldn't even just go grocery shopping. You know, they wouldn't even get Oreos. They'd get something else entirely. I mean, that was definitely like it was always the not it move of like who's going to be the food master or grub master. Who's going to be the grub master for the camp out? Like, yep. it was always like fuck. I don't want to do that shit. I don't want to do that mm-hmm. shit either. And then you'd have the guys that would fucking forget to go grocery shopping. Yes, bro. Yeah, and you're like, dude, like, what the fuck are we going to eat? Like, what? I think that did happen. That didn't happen too often, thankfully, because we knew who not to give the grub master duty to. Mm. But I think I remember most of the time I did it, I always did it like right before we had to show up for camp out. What? <laughs> so the shit was fresh. Yeah. 
No, I remember, like, and they would push us. They would be like, oh, yeah, why don't you do something, like, with vegetables and blah, 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 like, this is that. And yeah, I was because like, the vegetables get thrown away, miss. Yeah. No, I was like, like, I want something easy and easy mm-hmm. to clean up. Like, none of this stupid shit. Like, yeah. I want to survive. I don't yeah. want 12 different step meal. My goal was, When I get like, done doing biking 50 miles, I don't want to make a fucking eight-course meal. Yeah, no. I want to fucking throw some ramen noodles in a pot and call it a day. <laughs> fucking crash. Bro. That's it. <laughs> No, I would, my, my, like, I had a game plan because I remember the bathrooms were always, most of the time they were terrible except certain campouts. So my mm-hmm. game plan was like, try and like shit as hard as possible Friday before we left <laughs> and then just try not to shit until we got home on Sunday. Yep. That was my, that was like my move. Like just try and store it in my body and just, just, you know, we can, you know, you know, when you're a kid, you're not shitting every day, right? Yeah. You know, you could skip a day. <laughs> So that was the that was the game plan, and then I'd be like, "All right, we're eating something that's gonna like make me shit." Like you know, you gotta kind of try and evade <laughs> Some that greasy shit. ass tacos. I remember like the first year we went out and um, the first canoeing camp out, and we canoed to that weird fucking island in the middle of a river that was like kind of abandoned. Oh, but that had, was like, crazy. Trash. Yeah, and like and it was like you know primitive camping. There wasn't any water. There's no bathrooms. There was nothing. And I didn't. I don't think I uh, brought toilet paper. And I had to take a fucking dump. And mm-hmm. so that was the only time, like, I went out in the woods and I got fucking leaves and was fucking wiping my ass with leaves like a, you know, like a monkey. <laughs> you know, just like an aborigine, like how, how my people did it in the olden days. Yep. Uh, and I was just like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing this again. You know, like, you only need to shit in the woods one time to know that it's not as fun as everybody says it is. But I will say my best shitting experience was also during a camp out. Um, it was the um, it was like ten thousand islands mm-hmm. down in Key. West. Were you on that camp out? No, I never. I never, didn't get a chance to do that one. That one was. I mean, it, like canoeing in the sea is dumb. Okay, mm-hmm. fuck that. Like, and for some reason, I, you know, I was with our buddy Bryce, and like we were like the slowest canoe. And so I remember, like, I would be cursing up a storm because everybody's ahead of us. I'm like, God fucking damn it! Like, we need to fucking get to like every other word was a motherfucker. Like, we gotta move our fucking asses. Like, let's get this shit done. Like, I'm tired of fucking canoeing on this stupid fucking ocean. God damn it! Like, let's fucking go. So, like, we had this. You know, again, it was all primitive camping. It's just fucking islands in the middle of Naples, Florida, or whatever, down on the coast. And um, for our latrine, it was a milk crate with the bottom cut out and a toilet seat zip tied to it. And so the one of the most like lovely shits I've ever had was, you know, I found a little secluded spot on the beach, you know, like a little cove kind of thing. Looking out on the ocean, there's kind of islands in the distance. I'm in like ankle deep water. And, you know, I just fucking set my crate down and just fucking drop a couple logs. And like that was just... <laughs> It was just nice, you know? Yep. He's just like, ah, like I'm one with nature, just taking a shit in the ocean, you know? Yep. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of like one of the, my highlights from my, my Boy Scout experience was taking a shit in the ocean. Um, but that was that was a weird camp out, too, because there was like a crazy fucking storm that happened. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be raining. And like, we were camping on the beach, and I remember like... I unzipped the tent that I was in because you know you hear the rain. So that was that Ten Thousand Islands or was that the one off of Desoto Pier? Remember there was two different ones. No, it wasn't Desoto. It was it was definitely Ten Thousand Islands because I okay. remember saying like Ten Thousand Islands, Ten Thousand Islands, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, but like I remember opening up the tent and literally a foot in front of it, the tide 
was right there. Like it had risen up so much, it was a foot in front of our tent. Like we were like, holy fuck! So wow. we had to get out in the middle of the storm. Me and me and uh, it was Colin. I was I was tending man. We get you know get out un, you know undo the stakes, move the tent back like ten feet, get back in it because we're fucking soaking wet. And I remember like the winds were so bad. And the rain was so bad. Like, we were just sitting in there, like, because it's, like, blowing over the tent. Wow. So, we're just sitting in there holding up the tent. Like, water's coming through, like, the gaps in the rain fly. It's, you know, 1 a.m. We're just, like, fuck. Like, I guess it's just, you know, it's just a bad night, bro. Like, <laughs> but yeah, honestly. Those nights when you're camping sometimes. But, like, I really enjoyed that. Like, I was, like, this Be is like, kind of fun. I actually do this shit for fun. No, there were there were always nights where like I would be sitting there and like my allergies would be acting up or like it was just uncomfortable. You know, you fucking put your tent over a root because you're an idiot and like you're laying on that shit and it's just like okay, this sucks ass. I just want to pass out. Just like just body, please turn off. Like that's please and like that kind of. Those were the nights that really you know they really tested your mind. You know, you're just like. Fucking damn it! Like, why am I out in these stupid fucking woods? You know, shitting in a log or whatever the fuck. Just like this is this is pain. But it really got me good at like sleeping in weird places. Like I can sleep in a car like that, like super easy. Like I can sleep uh, like floors. Oh, I can sleep on a floor any day of the week, bro. Any day of the week, you got me sleeping on a floor, sleeping on the couch. Like it, it, it works. We make it happen. I'm not above the ground. <laughs> I mean, I am. You know what <laughs> But now, I don't know. I kind of want to go back out there. Got to go camping again. Yep, yep. Definitely some cool experiences. Cool places. I mean, were you ever like... Like, what, what, was, what, what was your fondest memory? Or one of your fond memories. Doesn't have to be top, but... Um, definitely seeing, uh, so I was the, uh, Venture Patrol leader there for a little while for 79. Um, we did a bunch of cool, cool campouts there. The, my favorite was probably, we did, uh, whitewater rafting on the Chattahoochee River. That was mm. cool. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. And, uh, after we got off rafting, there was this huge, big waterfall, you know, obstacle. It was like a class four or five. And uh, I think at least three of us came out of the raft. One one raft was in front of the other. I was in the second one to go right, so to go down. And there was a special spot to take pictures there, where photographers would take a picture. And uh, they pretty much know you're going to fall out of the raft. It's pretty. It's like a <laughs> twenty or thirty foot waterfall. It's it's a pretty nasty, mm. nasty one. And uh, I'm pretty sure Mr. Eric here, I think, was behind me. Yeah, I remember seeing you go out <clears throat> and. Uh, I know we hit one of the rocks. The raft pretty much went vertical, straight down into a rock. I know Colin was in front of me. He fell out, and then I went over. And there's a famous famous picture of me with my legs sticking up out of the water. And the p- picture was taken immediately after I spilled out. And all you can see is my legs sticking up out of the water. I remember seeing... Everyone else still upright sitting in the raft, and my legs just poking up like, the side. Like, you got diverted. Because, like, the raft went one way, and then there was, like, another current. I think and they kind of yes, took you yes, the other way. I, uh, I got taken the other way and went way bumfuck down the river. And I, I remember just seeing your head pop up, and the look on your face was just like, well, fuck me. Like, here I am <laughs> yeah. out in the water. Like, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> It was definitely a wild experience, what they tell you to, you know, point your feet and hold your, uh, cross your arms and all that. So you don't yeah, fucking they, die. 
I give you a helmet. You know? Yeah, I give you a helmet. Safety we'll first. Bump you around. Yeah. A couple like of playing Plinko down the river. A couple of knocks on the old noggin. Nothing too, you know, no big deal. Oh, that shit was... Yeah, just thinking... I remember um, there was one time... I think you were with me in the, the campsite. We went up to... I want to say it was North Carolina. Um, and I brought two uh, cases of soda. Because I was like, yeah, you know, Boy Scout camp, lawless kind of shit. So I brought, I brought two cases of soda. And I remember one of them I had brought out and we, I had it in a trash bag and I put it behind the tent. And when I was cutting it open with my knife, I think I cut into it and like kind of sprayed some soda around. And I say that because I remember later on in the week we had, they were like, oh fuck, you know, there's a bear going around the campsites. And I remember it was our campsite. Like, I remember we were, you know, the campsite's kind of a long thoroughfare with tents on either side. Yeah. And then they have, like, the main bunking kind of place where, like, the adults sleep at the end. And, you know, like, size of a football field, something like that, maybe smaller. And I remember we were on one end, and then the lodge and shit is on the other end. And I remember seeing the black bear down there. And, like, I was, like, he's over next to our tent. And I'm, like, uh-oh. Like, is that because, like, I had a bunch of fucking soda in my tent kind of shit? Probably. But, I mean, I mean, he didn't find it, so maybe not. Like, I, I don't know. He wasn't, like, yeah. scrapping around in there. Well, I think you were smart enough and put it, like, behind a bush outside. Yeah. I was, like, nah, yeah. I'm not going to go through our shit. Not having a bear fuck me up. But that was definitely, like, a real, like, we could die. Really, <laughs> <laughs> very small bears. Yeah, that big. They don't really want to fuck with you. I mean, yeah, but... They just know. want the food. If they can't get to the food and you're there, they don't want to give a shit. But I don't think you're, uh, you know... If I put you in a room with a bear, I'm sure you're like, Nah, bro, he doesn't really want to fuck with me. Like, nah, bro. We, you, you, I you, mean, you. if he's in an enclosed space and he's got to go through me, then yeah, he yeah. might change his mind. Yeah. But if he can run, he's going to run. And that shit was weird. Or, like, uh, did you ever do the wilderness survival kind of merit badge at, like, um... Camp Lenoche. Uh Yes. Uh, I, no, I didn't actually do that. I saw you guys do it. Building your little uh, Indian teepee huts yeah, out there. Yeah, we had to build like a hut out of sticks and shit and then sleep in it for a night. And I remember thinking like, we are going to get eaten alive by poisonous spiders. Like, because the, the, like, that was one of those places where you could walk around and you would see all these little, it looked like almost like little crystals, kind of like something shiny, like when you shine your flashlight, and they were all spider eyes staring back at you. And it would always, like, like there's always 10 or some shit in front of you wherever you're walking. And now we're sleeping on that fucking ground, and, you know, there's bears out there and shit just running around, like... Yeah, I remember raccoons were a problem at uh, John Penny Camp when mm. we did the Keys trip. Yeah. Uh, and I remember uh, with another one of our scouts, uh, Joey, and uh, me and him tented together, and we had a similar experience like that where you open the tent door in the middle of the night, and you shine a flashlight, and there's 800 eyes staring at you because <laughs> they're all trying to get at everything. I remember we were sitting around the campfire and making what it was a. We made some brownies in a Dutch oven one time, and. We had left the bowl of brownie mix on top of the chuck box, you know, about five, six feet off the ground. And mm. we're only sitting about 10 feet away talking. And we turn around hearing some noises. And here's a damn raccoon six feet off the ground looking at the brownie, brownie bladder, uh, batter. And, you know, there's 12 other ones all over the table and everything <laughs> that you didn't hear five seconds ago. Because they're all, like, invading your campsite. Mm. It was just 
you know, ba- the battle of the raccoons out there. Everything had to be under lock and key and, you know, under some kind of 100-pound object to protect it because they would get into absolutely everything. Yeah, when I heard they can undo zippers, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, they were a different breed out there. Like, holy shit. Like, these are some smart animals. And they got thumbs. Like, they got little hands. Mm-hmm. They can do shit. Yep. We had a, a video of us trying to trap a squirrel with a bologna sandwich. That was uh, <laughs> that was an interesting video. Go down in the, the legendary books. You ever succeed? You ever get that get that squirrelio down? Or no, I don't think Joey got it. <laughs> Fuck, we, you're not supposed to be last name. Fuck. Okay, We're gonna redact. <laughs> what time's fucking two two o two? We're gonna redact. <laughs> we keep anonymity here on Tea Time, so you can voice your political dissent. Oh, uh, okay. Are you upset with the government, Ryan? Are you? Uh, no, no, I'm not at all. No, no, you're not at all. No, I would not like to be erased. No, now you're no, no you're, total recall type shit. I'm saying you're anonymous. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, I'm saying like, please. Yeah, they might they might put together the you know put one and one together, put two and two together. Talk about your revolution. You know, Hitler's hiding in Antarctica. You know, yep. New Berlin. The world is flat, bro. You never know. It's Spotify, man. Bagsine's trying to control your brain, man. Yep. It's actually just Bill Clinton. He just wants. <laughs> Bill Clinton is controlling. He's the puppet master, man. Okay, yeah. All right, we're going to take a little quick pee break here, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back soon.
right, we're back. Ryan loosened up his coochie. Yep. Uh, now he's here. Um, but yeah, fuck. What were we, oh, we're talking about Boy Scouts. Yeah, no, Boy Scout, that was fun. Like, I feel like, you know, not a lot of kids get to, like, run around in the woods and, like, be stupid. Like, because, you know, how many people, like, cut themselves or, like, almost broke a limb or, like, you know, like, I set that one field on fire accidentally. Like, yep. How many people, like, get the opportunity to, like, be in a fucking, I guess, dangerous situation like that? Like, not that it's good to put kids in danger, but, you know, you got all these kids, like, sitting inside just like playing computer games these kids these days they don't go outside enough you know yep. kind of mm-hmm. shit back in my day back in my day we went outside we ate grass you know like yep. good men we burned shit down almost killed ourselves exactly we like I don't think we were in danger of dying when no, we no. set the field on fire but it was very much a uh, like oh this isn't good this, this is not a good idea it's not a good thing to have happen <clears throat> um we um are you listening to any what, what what music you listen to? Oh gosh, I mean, I listen to. I mean, I hate to be one of those stereotypical people, you know. I listen to everything, you know. I don't care, mm. but you know, really, I do. I mean, I listen to everything from, um, everything from you know country music, you know, everything to you know metalcore, you know, hardcore metal stuff, uh, to you know regular hip hop music. You know, I like old nineties hip hop music. You like the 90s hip-hop. <clears throat> 90s hip-hop. I even like some newer stuff, you know? I mean, are you put more some, 90s than... Put on some Migos or some fucking Kanye West or... Yeah. Recipes to take off. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I wouldn't say I'm much of a, you know... I'm not much into, like, Trippy Red or... Uh, what are some other, like, more modern-day... Mm. You know, more... Like Playboy Cardi. <clears throat> yeah, Playboy Cardi. I'm not much into that. You know, not, not too much of... Uh, Who's the guy that has the orange Corvette that's in Tampa? Uh, uh, Rod Wave. Oh, he's in Tampa now. Rod Wave, yes. He's yeah, a big, uh, what do you call it? He's a big Miami guy. I yep, think, yep, Rod Wave, there. yep. But yeah, I'm not much into that kind of music. Mm. But I do like some Migos, you know, Drake. You yeah. know, more of the more uh, mainstream rappers, so to speak. Who do you listen to that's like 90s rap? Do you listen to like Tupac kind of stuff? Um, shoot, I mean, Snoop Dogg, I mean... E forty. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. <clears throat> what about you? like NWA stuff mm. like that? A little bit more mainstream stuff. I'm not super super hardcore, but I have much friends that like to listen to that kind of stuff. They've kind of gotten gotten me into it mm. over the time over over years. Because I mean, for me, like my music tastes are very much like. I have a lot of artists, but I mainly just want the hits. Like, I'm not, you know... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely like that, too. You know, I just like the hits, you know, and occasionally there'll be a good album, you know, where everything, every song is on it is good. Yeah, yeah. But very, very rarely, especially these days, are do you have those kind of hits? Yeah. For me, a lot of times, like, um, I remember there's a future album that came out in high school. Um, <laughs> I don't remember the album, but, like, the, the main hit on there was Mask Off. And I remember, like, it came out, and I listened to the whole album, and I'm like, okay, there's, you know, 10, 12 songs on this. Two of them are good, and everything else is trash. But, like, there's people I know who are, like, they'll listen to these other songs, and they'll, like, they'll know the words, kind of listen. I'm like, how do you, like, I don't understand how you guys like to listen to this kind of stuff. It's it's very odd. You know, some people, like, because I think, like, Modern Trap, something like that, like, a lot of these songs blend together, you know? They definitely do. But... 
once in a while you get you get a hit like i like you know like you're not trippy red but mr rage like i'm not big on trippy red but that shit that stands out that's a good ass fucking song and so i can throw that shit on for days um recently i kind of been doing into like old kind of rock and roll kind of stuff or like you know like led zeppelin oh yeah led zeppelin stuff like that Oh, I love me some Motley Cruz, you know, Ooh. some Led Zeppelin. Aerosmith is all right. Um, I don't like as like much as the people voice. hate it, man. Metallica's awesome. I love Metallica. Yeah, Metallica's fucking. I grew great. up on that shit. I don't know who hates Metallica. They're fucking. Well, stupid. a lot of a lot of people that you know think Metallica is so fucking mainstream. You know, they they think it's overplayed. Mm. You know, they're the number one rock band in the world for a reason. Yeah, M- maybe even the number one band in general, mm-hmm. and for good reason. <clears throat> They are the fucking best. They're the good. I mean, Metallica and ACDC, I kind of put it as like the main. Like you say, you like rock or kind of shit mm-hmm. like that. It's like yeah, Metallica. I would say they almost classify as you know classic rock. Yeah, nowadays because they're so old. I don't know who the who am I thinking of? Fuck, what's his name? I think he's such a douchebag. Like, um, maybe is it Van Halen? I don't think I'm a big Van Halen fan. I'm just like, yeah, this shit's kind of like. Uh, this shit's whatever. Like, yeah, like some of it's kind of cringy, almost the way it sounds and what they're talking about, kind of stuff. Or like, yep. do you ever listen to uh, Meatloaf? You know, Meatloaf. <laughs> no, I can't say I've listened to Meatloaf. No, I typically just eat it. Yeah, well, I mean, Meatloaf. You know, it can if you really listen. You know, you hear. But besides that, you know, sometimes they got some hits. Um, but it was very much like listening. To that, I was like, wow, this is like johnny and his girl kind of songs like very old school sort of like storytelling but i think you know and i i don't know if i talked about it before on the podcast but like i think the fact that you know you can listen to any song you want like instantaneously without even paying for it nowadays like you pay streaming service whatever but like that has totally changed the game for music because it's yeah because it used to be like whatever is the now music is the music you listen to so you yep. can't you know they're playing like the oldies on the oldies radio but you're like that's mom and dad's music i don't want to listen to that yep. shit yep. and then they're playing the new kid music like the underground stuff or like you have to go and buy a new disc that somebody tells you to and it's 10 bucks you're like fuck like i hope these is good music mm-hmm. rather than like you press it you don't like it whatever move on like it's yeah there's no there's no skin in the game at that point. Yeah. But I think that's why, you know, streaming is awesome. You definitely don't have that issue anymore where you have to, you know, have anxiety about buying a song. I mean, yeah, especially if I was only getting two good songs out of a whole album and I oh, gotta yeah. pay ten bucks for an album, I'd be pretty fucking pissed off. Oh yeah. But I think that's you know, a lot of people now they are more I listen to everything. I listen to like because i listen to stuff from you know the 50s 60s like every decade i probably have at least a couple songs from so and it's not like i have the whole album i have you know two fucking songs i have one share song that's it and then like before you'd have to buy an album and you'd have to go into a store and look somebody in the eye and they'd be like really bro you're buying share and you're like yeah bro i fucking love you know do you yeah places like like sound exchange i mean they don't exist anymore I mean, those used to be based off of, you know, if you didn't like it. I mean, they would sell brand new records, mm-hmm. but you could also exchange your old music. But places like that are, you know, they're they're non-existent anymore. Everything, everybody streams everything. Yeah. If you're an artist that doesn't, you know, work off of a streaming service, I mean, you're archaic. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm not saying, you know, you're a terrible person, you know, you should do this, but, you know, some people don't like to get with the times. I know Garth Brooks, you know, doesn't, doesn't do that. He's one of the older older artists that doesn't do it. I think there's some other, some other older artists that do it that are more popular. I was wondering, yeah, because I was looking for him on Spotify and I don't really, there's not really any Garth Brooks on there. Yeah, there's no, not much Garth Brooks anywhere because he's, you know, one of the last, you know, major, major artists out there that has held on and still does only record sales and i hate that because like i want to listen to garth brooks and he's keeping me from listening to him yep and it's like hey man like i'm a fan like i'm 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 on your team but he's just you know i'm not not trying to hate on him but you know he's kind of stuck in the older ways but who knows i don't know how much these guys actually profit from you know whether an apple music or pandora subscription or something like that how much they get actually of a share per listen i'm not sure how how that works that could be but the title for the podcast. That could be a reason why we're gonna be fuck fuck Garth Brooks. Fuck Garth Brooks. That's our wild Garth factor. Brooks. <laughs> That's our hook. Garth, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks, bro. Yep. We're like <clears throat> Goth Brooks. Fucking Garth Brooks. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like it, it is. Uh, I'm wondering what the next genre is gonna be now that all the genres have. You know, you're not just stuck to one genre. You're not just stuck to one era. Like, yep. maybe it's going to be a synthesis of all. Because, like, I listen to EDM music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I do, too. I like house music, EDM, stuff like that. I mean, I don't listen to it regularly. But, like, you know, hearing that and thinking, like, oh, that's going to be the next big genre. Like, you know, because it was rock, then it was rap. And then now people are like, what is next? And I remember, like, in middle school, it was, you know, everybody's listening to dubstep. You know, Skrillex is coming out. You're yep, like, whoa, yep. bro. Yeah, now it's more like electronic and EDM-type house music. But I don't think that's, like, and, and that's, I mean, personally, I know there's a lot of people who listen to that stuff. But, like, to me, it's like, that's not really going to replace rap for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're not, you know, it doesn't do the same thing. <clears throat> or it definitely, you know, I general. think it's just going to be another avenue, another genre for people to listen to. yeah. But it, but but you know, there's gonna be one that's gonna be on top. Yep, I think, or maybe not. I mean, maybe. I it's mean, good. country rappers have started to be a big thing. You know, hip hop, country, kind of stuff has started to take off too. Really? Like who? I mean, you know, more pop, not necessarily pop country, but it's almost like, you know, as yeah. much as I like to say, you know, country rap, you know, abbreviated crap, <laughs> but you know, some of these more popular quote unquote country artists. Well, like, um, it's not the same, but, you know, Post Malone, I would kind of say he's a rapper, but he's very much like a pop artist. He is. He pretty much is. He's not really, like... And TikTok didn't help that. No. Are you a TikToker? Avid TikToker? I mean, I go on there. I don't actually, like, make videos and stuff. No, no, no. I would say I'm classified just as a viewer. But, yeah, I think TikTok has definitely changed music, too, a lot. How so? It's just it's just aimed at you know catchy verses to play with a video, not actually you know a lot of these artists aren't doing it just to you know make music for themselves because you know for the sake of making music because they enjoy it, but you know making to get their five seconds of fame just to get a quick buck. So it's not even they're making the music to make music; they're making it to make a soundbite to go yeah to make a soundbite to wow. get popular you know to have it go viral on there and then you know do that i wonder why they don't just you know make just make sound bites like a whole sound bite album yeah that would be know. pretty dope i think there are artists that do that mm. 
but I think a lot of ma- more mainstream artists have tried to do that too because it's so lucrative. Mm. I mean, did you hear about that um, that one weekend and Drake song that came out that was generated by AI? Oh uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot oh, of that recently. A lot of AI songs. A lot of AI going. songs. Yeah, I've heard that. Because I don't use TikTok, so I don't I don't know. I feel like I'm missing out on a piece of the culture. You know? I heard one that was uh, like a like a salsa song. It was a Drake song, but they had turned it into like a uh, like salsa music style song. Mm. It was pretty interesting. Hmm. That is kind of I don't know. The future is now. The AI shit's kind of like. I'm, I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's definitely some shit where you're like, yeah, oh, like it's hard that. to tell almost what's real and what's not anymore. Yeah, you know, because someone says, you know, hey, it's a new song, but it's really it wasn't actually a new song at all. They have like, um, we're gonna get a little triple X over here, but like they have AI that they're taking streamers' faces or YouTuber like famous people's faces, and they're generating porn from it, just sticking their face on girls. So you can watch porn of people who have never made porn before. Wow. And like that's like a big like a lot of streamers are like especially girl streamers or I think mm-hmm. it's all girl streamers who are pissed about it but like they're like cuz there was a big controversy of this one guy streamer he was like you know streaming and he went like zoomed out to look at all his tabs and on one of his tabs was like AI porn wow. of a fellow girl streamer. And so, like, he got in a bunch of deep water. Like, oh, you know, hey, buddy, what the fuck? That's very fucked of you to be looking at porn of a girl who doesn't want to be in porn. Well, And she was very pissed about it. I think she was trying to sue him. Or, or I don't was know. Was it Pokemon was... main? No, I don't think it. <laughs> I mean, no, she's come out and been saying, like, yeah, there's people making a ton of porn of me. And, like, she's trying to sue them. But, like, it's kind of hard because there's no laws about, like, people yeah. making AI porn. Like, you know. Yeah, because it's not real. It's yeah. hard to. He, try and explain AI porn to Benjamin Franklin. He'd be like, "What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck is porn? What is, what, Hold is, on. what is porn? You know how many people take you know yeah. pictures of people having sex? No, moving pictures of people having sex with sound, with sound of people who aren't even really there. What the fuck are you? Oh, what is a computer? What do you mean? Yep. Um, you can watch it uninterrupted, but like how? Yeah, how do you even tell what's real and what's not? You don't know if mm-hmm. music's real. You don't know if porn's real. You don't know if like they have um there have been scams going on. Where people will call people and pose as like so like they'll call your parents and they'll somehow have a recording of I've your heard voice. Of that. Yes. And so it'll be like Ryan calling his parents like, Hey mom, I'm in prison, I need money, blah 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 blah. Yep. And they'll wire money to somebody completely different. It's like mm-hmm. how do you know who the fuck I've, I heard that on a radio station one time of people trying to say, um, what do you call it? That you have to have like a code word now or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, to prove that it's actually you. That'd be pretty good. Well, I've just heard it's just like call the actual person and yeah. verify. But yeah, like. Mm-hmm. But older people don't know. Well, older people in general before AI were always, you know, vulnerable to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because they don't know. They're just trying to be nice. You know, they just they want to help somebody out. They don't want to get into any trouble. Well, I mean, yeah. I, Send me in $2,000 in Walmart gift cards or you go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, my God. All these fucking scammers calling people up. Like, you have one money. You just have to give us money. Uh-huh. That's like Nigerian print shit, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know. It's funny. Like, scammers have been... I mean, scammers have been here since day one. Like, literally, like, snake oil salesmen. Just like, yeah, fucking rub piss on your face. You'll fucking mm-hmm. grow 10 feet and have a thousand times more muscle or blah, blah, blah. Yep. But, um... I don't know. I think it's it's you know we're making a tool that we don't even like understand how how powerful it really yep. is. Technically, technology does advance before you know the repercussions catch up to it. Yeah, 
I don't. Yeah, it's but like thinking of all the jobs, you know, that are gonna be. Because I, I mean, I'm definitely not the first to say it, but like a lot of people were worried about factory jobs being replaced with robots, and it's like, what are we gonna do with all those people? But now it's like lawyers can get replaced. You know, like so many. You know, like they have AI that has passed the bar exam and like better than most people. So like an AI is better than most lawyers and it costs, you know, what pennies to run the electronics. Like it's, it's, it's so many people are going to be out of a job. It's like, what do you do? You know? Yeah. I know at least in, in my industry, what I do is, you know, a lot of the operators of the heavy equipment, they've gone robotic. Some of these, you know, big mining trucks and haul trucks at these pit mines, they, mm. they're completely wireless. They're like military drones. They, they're piloted from a, you know, an office somewhere. You know, some guy sitting in a damn chair with some joysticks driving this damn mining truck around. <laughs> this huge 400-ton mining truck. Yeah. I mean, are you, like, against it, or you're just kind of like, huh? I mean, it doesn't really bother my industry. I still got to fix the machine, yeah. you know, regardless who's driving it. But, I mean, the only good thing I've seen out of it, um, it maybe it would be better at reporting what problems are there. Because sometimes you talk to operators, and they just they make up an issue that doesn't exist just mm-hmm. to get out of working. Really? Is that yeah, awesome? some people, some operators will do that. You know, they say, oh, AC don't work, blah, blah, blah. And they'll send you on a, you know, a wild goose chase to try and fix an issue that doesn't work. So you go fix an AC. It does and, actually work. And you're like, the AC you know? works. Or they say, oh, it only blow. It, it gets cold after about three hours or it starts to get warm after three hours or something like that. And, you know, some weird runnability issue that you necessarily can't verify immediately that you'll have to mess with for, for a few hours to get it to, get uh. it to do such something. Huh. You know, to get out of working. That's kind of curious. You know, just for their benefit. You know, because you're out there trying to fix a problem, getting getting paid. <clears throat> I mean, how do you feel? Like, I feel like you have a backdoor to industries and people, like, you know, talking about, like, chickens. Nobody knows where their food comes from. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where fucking rocks come from. Like, how the fuck does that work? You know? Yeah. Like, like, is it, you know, what is it like being able to work on these giant machines in these weird places that most people aren't even allowed to, like, you're not even allowed on the pre- premises? Um, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely an industry <laughs> that you don't, uh, at least I think it is. Other people might think it's just kind of dirty and nasty and, you know, weird job. Why would you want to do that? I mean, I think that's one of those, like, you know, you make the country run. Like, without you, we're not mining phosphorus for our food. You know, we're not mining Yeah, definitely. Metal, yeah, some of these, you know, places, there's no, you know, some of these machines are building houses. Some of them are cleaning the trash. Yeah. Some of them are putting trash to get all the way. Some of them are burning trash for energy. I mean, compared to, like, an influencer or, like, you know, me, like, well, I don't make my living from this, but, like, if I did, like, I'm a podcaster, like, you know, if somebody who bullshits for a living, mm-hmm. you know, versus somebody who's like, yeah, I make it so we can mine shit so you can eat food. Or, yeah. like, you know, I make people able to build houses. Like, that shit yeah, is... Yeah. I certainly, like, play a part in it, but I don't, I certainly don't do it single-handedly. There's a lot of moving no. parts to that, you know. That's just my dealership in you know in this this specific you know time we happen to be very you know there's lots of different you know it's very popular nowadays for home building and in, in, uh, you know where we're at yeah but I think it's, it's it's one of those things where especially like you know some people in offices are like what is it that I really do that contribute to society or some shit like that or they're you know. Like, I always thought of office work as just, like, fucking hell. You're just fucking looking at a screen all day, blah, 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 kind of shit. Versus, like, 
you know, you're working with your hands, you're making shit happen, and you can see the results of your work like almost instantaneously. Like, yeah, yeah, there is the definitely depending on what you're doing. Yeah, you can can get some you know instant gratification, quote unquote. And I figure you make good money too. Like, yeah, know. yeah, especially for somebody you know my age. You know, I think I do pretty good. And it's a like it seems like a very secure job. Like, you know, we're not gonna. Yeah, definitely. As of right now, I don't think they're gonna invent any you know right. robot mechanics at the moment. Yeah, I was gonna say unless AI start, decides to take over that shit too. Yep. But I mean, you may say uh, you know, oh, the, the machine will be smart enough to you know identify what's wrong with it mm. after a while, and be like. I don't think so. Some of these computers, man, you need to babysit them all the fucking time. Some of them can barely even understand, you know, how to update themselves and know what's going on all the time. Mm. So they're definitely not self-sufficient in any way, safe, safe, uh, shape or form right now. Yeah, we got a long way to go. Long way to go. <clears throat> but I, it seems like a very, like... I don't know, like, American job. Like, uh, you know, working on diesel mechanics, you know, kind of shit. Like, heavy machinery, kind of fixing big, big fucking... You're telling me you got these giant-ass vehicles that are, like, multi-ton, multi-just, like, enormous hunks of metal fucking moving around with thousands of horsepower kind of shit. Like, kind of badass. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't do. Um, I mean, I kind of work on like mid-grade equipment. Then mm. they're not super, super massive, mm. um, like strip mining operations, like huge face shovels, like mm. drag lines and stuff like that. I mean, I do. I don't specifically work on drag lines, but I see them and I'm exposed to them when I go to phosphate mines, mm-hmm. um, or I kind of go to uh, aggregate mines where they're mining for cement and other aggregates and stuff to mix mm-hmm. for other equipment. But I do get, you know. Some of the mid-sized equipment, you know, up to 100-ton haul trucks and stuff like that. That's still a huge size of, you know, it's like driving around a three-story building. Yeah. Could you switch into that uh, drag line kind of stuff relatively easily? Yeah, if you got the right training and got with the right company, yeah. You could you could change to that stuff. Mm. But is it, I mean, you know, for all the kids out there, for all the little boys and girls listening to Tea Time, you know, little 10-year-old Timmy... It was like I want to be a you know blah 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 when I grow up. Like, yep. Would you would you recommend the industry? Would you would you say that? Uh, it's definitely a very um, it's a hard job, but it's but it's but it's rewarding. I think. Mm. I don't like to toot my own horn and say, "Oh my God, I'm the hardest worker in the world." But there's definitely a lot harder jobs that get paid less that are more important. Mm. I will say that. But I definitely like what I do. I think it's pretty rewarding and <clears throat> think it's something that anybody that puts their mind to it they can get into that they has you know good mechanical aptitude mm. let's see and I want to work <laughs> you get a lot of people but not don't to discount want. I mean what you do I mean obviously you've after a little bit of school obviously a little bit of you know student debt you may make more than me you know who knows luckily I didn't have student debt but i know i know plenty of people who did and yep. but yeah no it's really concerning because like you see a lot of people like you know in engineering like it's kind of a like it's relatively guaranteed i guess i would say like i don't have any experience so like i'm kind of talking out of my ass but like you know you're not really gonna be and there is ai that's replacing engineers mm-hmm. so it's definitely a thing to think about too but it you know it is an industry where like people need engineers 
versus like you know i have buddies who are getting like in english degrees or something like that and you're like and they're going into debt and you're like bro like what are you gonna do <laughs> and yeah then, getting into uh yeah that's the big thing with why they say uh certain things with college aren't very good is you know getting into an industry where there is no jobs or there's nothing to do there you know a lot of people say oh you shouldn't go to college blah 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 i'm not saying i'm not saying college isn't good but definitely know what the fuck you're doing and what you're getting into oh yeah no i'm like you know and identify you know what possible jobs could be there definitely don't get a fucking you know arts degree when there is no no arts to be done no and i think like it's like picasso didn't go to art school like I don't, yeah you know if you're a real artist artist like i don't know that you need that stuff necessarily but there's a lot of people who work at you know people who work at starbucks who have arts degrees shit like that um but uh but it's just kind of like you know you didn't need to go do that and, and like especially we have like a shortage of trade workers and shit like that it's like you know you become an electrician like you will have to make a lot of money and you will always have people wanting electricity work done like you're always going to need electricians yep and it's just like you know but people want to go and party for four years and yep college experience blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And, there, and i've ran into plenty of people that have done that have gone that route and realized you know it's not lucrative or it's boring or it's dumb or mm. whatever and i've also seen the other way around i've seen people come from this industry and go back into college because they didn't think it was good or it was too hard to work or mm. you know they hated going out in there and fucking getting fucking nasty all day <laughs> and getting sweaty and you know working long hours for next to no money mm. you know <clears throat> but it is still pretty you know mentally demanding and physically demanding too yeah, yeah, it does seem like it's going to take a toll. You can't be, uh, you know, you got to have some muscle to be doing what you're doing. You have to have some stamina if you're wrenching on shit all day. Yeah, definitely, definitely so. Uh, definitely. But I guess, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely. Some people is the right place, some people is the wrong place. But I don't. I think a lot of people just don't count it as an option. They don't realize, mm-hmm. you know. And especially if you're working like you know you're working a minimum wage job and you're trying to figure out like how how can you get out of the place you are right now, and a lot of people think college is the avenue, and it definitely can be the avenue, but I think a lot of people aren't valuing like the trades as a as a an option as well, but you know it's really something that should be, and we need them too. You know, we need diesel mechanics, we need electricians, plumbers, so on and so forth. So, I don't know. Go on, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Go get your trade degrees. Um, but yeah. I guess this seems like a good place to kind of end it there. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I think so. We've got a lot of good topics in there. So, uh, well, thank you, Ryan, for coming on to Tea Time. Uh, You're very welcome. I, th- I appreciate you having me. Yeah. We'd love to have you back here. Uh, yep, yep. Sipping on tea. Maybe we can do a three-way with uh, Mr. Joey. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. There would be a lot of... We'd have to cut out a lot of shit, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We'll do a nice, nice whammy way. But uh, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, thank you, and uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye.